You ready? I'm ready. Your spiritual podcast station bring you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We are live right now in the 1831 studio. My name is Natia Moore. And I'm Anthony Fleggins. And this is Pastor Anthony Said. Welcome everyone to this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. We are back with season two. Yes, this is not actually season two. This is not season two yet? This is the interim. Oh. Not, we haven't started season two yet. Ted. Oh, I was excited. <laughs> this is <laughs> this not is season, season two. This is the interim. This is not oh. season two yet. You, you are. So um, what is this? This is still are, season one. No, we're on break. We're supposed to be on break, Tia. Okay. Um, somebody's supposed to be on break, but well, we, we're not going to. Uh, uh, I mean, I took a break last week, but you know, it's fine. Uh, Somebody said. Uh, okay, so this is not season two. No, this is our interim I'm glad season. I didn't, I'm, I'm glad I was going to post. post it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I you didn't post, post it. Either. Season two. You no, know, this not. This not that. Not yet. Oh. Not yet. Okay. So we are preparing for season two. Yes, we are. And so we 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 and what we did is um uh for for uh, for our break we're working during our break. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're working during okay. our break. But the reason why I worked on my break is because um I don't feel I feel like I honestly don't feel like it's time for a break. Okay. I, I feel like it's time for a break. And, uh, yeah, I, I just didn't plan. What about you? When it's time for a break or for vacation, do you really plan for them? Did you plan for that stuff or there's a spirit of a moment you you get some, you know what, it's time for me to just take a day or take two or take a week. Or do you really put something into it? When it's time for me to take a day, I, I just take that day if mm-hmm. it's in that moment. But when it's time for me to vacation where it's going to be multiple days, then mm-hmm. I normally put some um, – preparation into where I, what I'm doing and where I'm going um I mean I don't mind taking a road trip but to me that's kind of not like a real vacation for me I like to plan and like get on a plane and do that's something it. like yeah, that okay okay yeah. so, so I like, like to put a little more good uh, of my time and time effort, and effort into, into it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um you know you, you know what so you, you, it's funny that we use the word take a day mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or make it we don't really say make a day out of it we said take a or day given. or yeah. given yeah we're yeah. not giving that day mm-hmm. we have to take a day and I think for busy people they have to take that time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. you almost have to steal the moment yeah and then make the moment yours yes and I think that's what we I think that's what I guess that's what this is kind of yeah 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 but yeah, I kind of yeah, think yeah. that's a daily thing um, like for me, me for me, I find moments in the day, like if I'm going and going and going and I kind of get that window, that couple hour window, I'm like, okay, this is, this is good. This is a good moment for me to kind of right. catch up, if that makes sense. So yeah. I try to do it daily mm, too. Okay. Here's another take. Okay. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Take a nap. <laughs> See, that's yeah. a take. You know what I'm saying? You have to take one. It's like, or you have to take you, it. You know what I'm saying? You just won't just do it. So you have to take a nap. And so that's serious. Yeah, yeah, I so. haven't. I would like to take more naps. But yeah, 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 yeah. I don't get yeah. to do that too often. Okay, so this is still season one. Okay, so we're still in season one, everybody. Okay, got it. Still in season one, but this is an interim season. Yes. So during our interim season, what we're going to do is we're going to open up the studio. Yes. For those who have a business, who have an idea, who yes. want to talk, who want to experience the podcast, for those who want to come up here, the studio is now open. Yes. You can come up. You can at least, at least uh, uh, if you want to come up, please give us a call. Yeah. Um, I'm. On, I don't want to put my number out there. You want to put mine up there? Out there though. I don't, we can, we have. Put out. Can we? Can we? Can we put the um, it, we our email? Put it out, 
The email. We can put the email. But What's the email? Like they don't... No, 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 no. We want it's, the email uh, people. Pastor Anthony said yes. at gmail.com. Pastor Anthony said at gmail.com. Again, Pastor Anthony said at gmail.com. And I'm asking that you email us if you want to come up to the studio. Yeah. And uh, let's, let's, let's. You can uh, also inbox. Okay, inbox. Can inbox. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, a messenger they still, or they Instagram. Use, people, people, they still yes. use the word inbox? I think so. I think that's what it says on the inbox. It still says section. inbox. Yes. It don't say messenger. It says inbox. It says inbox. You got an old phone. Mine no, I don't. Messenger. No, no. Mine says messenger. I'm talking about inbox for um, okay, Facebook. Maybe. It's right, I'm messenger. thinking about emails. Okay. See, inbox is for emails. It's email. messengers, but in the messenger uh, path yeah. is inbox. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't say no matter. You can look on your phone. Anyway, we got we got a guest in the building. Yeah. Okay, maybe it don't say inbox. I know it don't, but I'm going to let you have it. But we do use the term yeah. inbox. Yeah, we do. We still use it. We still, anybody 35 and older can use it. What? <laughs> Gmail everybody, has Everybody else can use the word, you know, DM or message we me. share this. And uh, so it is what it is. We got a guest in the building, y'all, yes, today. Uh, introduce yourself, please. Yes. Let's hello. go. Hello, 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 everybody. My name is Terry Cornish. Speak up a little bit, Miss Cornish. Okay, Terry. Oh, I was using All right, so, so, t- uh, Oh, you uh, was using your what voice? What's, what's she was trying to use a professional voice. <laughs> oh. Terry and I come from both of us. Both of us graduated from Emerson High School. Yes. <laughs> and so we were. Yes. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, so I've been knowing her. I think she knew me before I knew her. Okay. I think I was a little bit more popular than she was. Oh. Oh. And so I think yeah. everybody knew me, went? but very few people knew who she was. And okay. now we're mm-hmm. at the place now where, you know what I'm saying, the tides have turned. So she's a little, she got a little clout out there. Okay. And so, yeah, let's let's hear who you are. <laughs> go ahead. Let's go for it. I was about to say, you want to clarify ahead, that? Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Do we need to clarify? Yeah, I didn't, you go with wait, wait a minute now. Stop. I didn't say what I was famous for. I oh. just said, uh, you know, I just so had, had, a, I, I had, 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 had a little name for myself. Okay. Well, As a little reverend, but it's still a little name for myself. <laughs> okay. little, little and I didn't have son. any names for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. And I'm proud to say that. Go forward. My name is Terry Cornish. I am a member of Court of Christ. Yes. I am um, a mother of two. I am a wife. I am a dog mom. Oh. And the reason I'm here is I own a business, guys. I own DMC Empowering Health Services. I co-founded that with Mia Matthews and Tamara Dunn. And what that is is a rehabilitation, excuse me, a psychiatric rehabilitation program along with an outpatient mental health program. So, and overall, we are a behavioral health program. Wow. Behavioral health program. In Baltimore City, we are located at 2831 Hill and Road, right near um, Morgan University. We service adult and children ages five and above. So if you need any behavioral health services, mental health services, I should say, please contact us. Mm -hmm. Follow us on, um, I don't follow myself, y'all, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) DMC Empowering Health Services on Instagram. And you can see all the fun things we do in the community. We are really out here doing work. We are empowering people. We are inspiring them to live their better lives. We are also supporting them in doing so. So we are um, grassroots, foot on the ground, really do work. I own, um, like I said, I'm the co-owner, but I also have clients mm-hmm. um, that I service because that's what I'm here to do. So that is who I am. Beautiful. Anything else you want to add? No. Okay. <laughs> Can we start the questions? Why do you want to dive into the questions? Don't no, this start. Is where, this is 
I'm already this ready. Is, we, this is this is it. This is this. Is, get it ready. Can you tell people? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna need, you need a couple minutes to really just. To, okay. You good? I'm good. Okay. So what, what my question to you is an honest question first, and, and I have a comedic side to me, and um, I, I I I have um I have a list of and maybe about a hundred jokes, original jokes. Okay. I haven't told anyone about. Okay. I have a list of a hundred jokes, and I am I am my other side is you know I think I'm funny even if people don't think I'm funny. I've told, I think I've I'm told funny. You, that you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm funny. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Maybe I need to clean my jokes up, or for certain people, I got to write new material. And so um, it is what it is. So, but I will, but I won't start with that. I will start with a serious question. Yes. And the question is, what inspired you to start this business? What was the inspiration? My purpose. Let's hear. It. Um. So, I kind of feel sometimes I feel guilty with having my business because I get to do really what I am here to do. Um, so I don't go to work with a nag in my spirit, like I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not going to work looking for vacation because this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always helped people, um, but I didn't know what I was doing. But what I was doing was I was giving people hope that there was, a, I was giving them hope to get to the other side, not even to get to the other side, that there was Another side to their situation or their condition. So um, that is what drives me. That's what made me say um, yes to the business opportunity because I was already living it. And um, I already knew the field, but that was the reason why. Did I answer your question? Yeah, you answered the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my next question is, did anything in your past lead you here? So did anything, have you go through anything or any experiences that helped you to say or just allowed you to, you know, to really awaken you? Yes. To where you are today, and I, and you are you have, I personally know you, mm-hmm. and so you have started a, quite a few businesses, and some were successful, and yes. some you just let go. I won't say the unsuccessful, um, you just let them go, mm-hmm. and uh, for that, and, and within that, you have found something in your mid. Blah, 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 blah. I can tell your age, so I'm gonna let 44. you. I'm gonna, okay, forty four. Yeah. You have found something that works, and um, a lot of people don't even get a chance. Mm-hmm. To really get into to work in the field of their purpose. Exactly. So, did anything lead you mm. here? Yes. So, first, I want to say um, I didn't find anything. Okay. I want to say um, I remembered. All right. Okay. So, um, once my soul remembered who I was, it all aligned together. So, I was able to walk into this business venture um, unlike the other ones because the other ones I was doing it for other reasons. Um, but this one is solely my sole purpose. Even though the other endeavors still was in the field of helping mm-hmm. um, or providing a service, okay. um, it wasn't this. Um, so like daycare, providing mm-hmm. a service. Okay. I still had the love, the care. I still um, found myself mentoring parents. You know, mm-hmm. So I always did that. So everything in my past brought me here. Wow. Got it. Um, but I didn't know that until I knew that. Right. So, um, But one thing... That now I know, and I have to like talk slow. Yeah. The passing of my brother. Okay. Okay. Thirty-one years ago, and it's funny that we're here because um, I did not know that it would affect me this heavy. Like I used to be able to talk about my brother, like just talk. Mm-hmm. But I, what I know is um, he passed away a month before his twentieth birthday. Okay. My son turned twenty this year. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So, uh, it's like um, subconsciously I was mm. holding in something for 31 years, and it's like I broke. 
I mean, I didn't. I don't want to say broke. I was able to ex- release. Release. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Release. So, um, that whole experience brought me to where I am. And when I say the experience, because the experience was it left me as an only child. You're only child, right, Tia? No, I have a. Um, you have a brother. brother yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so only a only child would understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Even though I had my brother up until I was 14. From 14 to, of course, now, I'm the only child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I became the only child with such a pivotal moment in my life, mm-hmm. a transition in my life. So, like, maybe a couple years ago, my mother said, I don't even really know where you were. Wow. A few years after your brother. She, and she said, I know I was present, like, all through high school. She said, I, I don't know where I was. Because how old were you when he, he was 20 and you were? Uh, we were six years apart. So okay. I was um, turning 14 and he wow. was turning 20. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then when I think about it, how my mother was mm. wasn't even forty, mm. so and you know, of course wow. my father we, my father raised us and everything. So I I remember the pain. I lost my mother for the most part. Mm-hmm. I just got my mother back, you know, after some years because she had to go through her thing, her her grief. My father go through his grief, so I was left to learn how to survive, mm-hmm. mass, yeah, a lot. Um, through that process, and wow. I learned how to. I just always wanted my mother and father to be okay. Mm-hmm. I learned that as a a young person, you know, at, at that age. But going back further than that, I can remember my father was always was an empire, um, baseball, football. Oh, so okay. I remember as a child, I used to come in the house from playing hot and go seat, go fill my mother, my father water pitcher up with ice water. Mm-hmm. What child like mm-hmm. thinks of that? Mm-hmm. But when I started putting the breadcrumbs of my life together, it was like, I, I'm, I'm just supportive. I'm there. That's just who I am. It, it just comes so natural. If I, if I can do it, I'm gonna help you. You know. So, um, all of that brought me to here, which, which makes, which in my terms make me successful. Wow. Because I'm doing what I, what I'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. and I do it with ease only because I'm within my purpose. It don't wow. have nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. It's all because I say yes. Wow. Yeah. So um, in regards to, so when, when you had the loss and as you transitioned and as you um, were re- awakened or reminded of what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. how, did you ever, when, I guess, when did you deal with that, that you, which you just um, let us know about, about finding all of these revelations almost to like, cause to me, I hear like abandonment issues. Like even though your brother, obviously, mm-hmm, you know, he passed, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's like an, it's still an a abandonment thing. Yeah. Anger. I was Ang- angry. Okay. I'm angry at him. Yeah. And so oftentimes I do, it comes up okay. and I let it come up because I'm angry at the fact that I had to bury my father by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm angry at the fact that I had to see mommy just, some of my mother used to, I, Used to be in the room by herself and just moaned like yeah. just, she didn't wow. have the word. You know, I I watched the the um, brunt that my ma- my fa- my parents' marriage took mm-hmm. because of that. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like I'm angry at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm angry that you didn't get to see your knee, your daughter. Yes, she looked just like you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's messed up. If you and the other day I was this is real life. I'm sorry if I'm going off a topic, but this is real life. Um, maybe I need therapy. This is therapeutic this is to therapeutic. me. So um, the other Saturday I was in the car and I was just like, I'm just angry at you for not just giving your, if you just kept waking up, 
if you would have just kept waking up, things would have been different. You know, you wouldn't have had to be so stressed and you wouldn't have had to make decisions and stuff that you've made or whatever. Just it, whatever you was going through would have just passed. If who would have just kept waking My up? My brother. Hmm. If he would have woke up in what way? Woke, just, up? you know how you have an issue, but tomorrow is going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. Just Not keep waking up. Yeah, okay, right. I understand. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Even at 14, having to take on those responsibilities um, is a lot. Um, and you're so strong just in general. And it's just amazing that the things that kind of add to that strength, mm-hmm. um, just having to take on those kind of responsibilities at the age of 14, which a lot of us have had to, had to, done, mm-hmm. have to do. But, wow, that's, that is interesting. Thank yeah. you. For sharing that. I wanted to ask about um if you could go more into detail about the behavioral um part um of the of the clinic mm-hmm. um and what other services that you like because I, I know it's substance abuse, right? And some No, we do is not, it not offer, substance abuse. Okay. Well, DMC does not offer substance abuse. Okay. However, um thank God we just I have another program called Helping Others Grow. Okay. And our first substance abuse meeting will be Thursday. Nice. So thank God for that. Okay. I just got notice of that today. Great. So DMC can refer you for substance abuse, but we don't offer substance abuse. Okay. But we do have the outpatient mental health piece. Okay. Which um, is therapy. Okay. So we have a staff of um, therapists okay. who offer virtual sessions and in-person sessions. Okay. Um, and that's just cut and dry therapy, um, individual therapy, family therapy. Um, and we do offer it to all our clients, but you do not have to be a um, PRP client. And all PRP is um, community therapeutic mentoring. Okay. So that's to sum it all up. So that's mm-hmm. that one-on-one support because some people need one-on-one. Definitely. A lot of some people need Most. one-on-one <laughs> support. Um, so it go it coincides with therapy. So that's basically what the um, OMHC, okay. Outpatient Mental Health Clinic. Nice. Okay. Beautiful. I remember, I remember you said, I remember something that you said. And you said it, and you said, and it's interesting that you said it, but you said, um, I if you would have kept waking up. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting thing. If you would have kept waking up. Mm-hmm. After death, if you had another chance to do it again, mm-hmm. if you would have just kept waking up, at some point you did sleep and you didn't wake up. Mm-hmm. If you would have just got up. You're saying that things in your life would be different? Oh, my God, yeah. You, wait, let me. If my, are you saying if my brother didn't die? No. you just saying if he just wake up. Now, who, that's what I'm asking you. My question is, who, who are you saying if they just wake up? My brother. Okay. Are you saying that if your brother were here, mm-hmm. your life would have been different? Yes. Your life would have been different? Yes. For the better or for the worse? I can't say because he's not here. You can't say because he's not here. Mm-hmm. But can you say, are you at a place now you can say, that I'm better because of that. I am definitely better because of that. And if he was here, I don't think I would have been here. Because that's, my, thing, that's where I'm going. And are you? Yes. And, are, and, and can we say mm. that? Oh, I can definitely say that. Let us hear it. Because people ask me about my father all the time. And I'm mm. forced to say that I wouldn't be the man that I am right now yes. if he were here. And that awakening, that is the only awakening that helped me get over my father. Excuse me. To get through or help me now get through the tough times with my father. Yeah. Because I know if my father was here, I would not be yeah. who I am now. Yeah. So um, I pay homage to that. So that's what helped me get myself together because I, I know what I know, but it's still hurt. hurt. That's yeah. still hurt. Yeah. So yeah, are you yeah. still angry about it or are you past that stage um, of um, grieving? Well, grief to me is a roller coaster. Okay. So we don't get past anything. Um, okay. We deal with the waves how they come. 
Okay. So no form of grief I am past. So no. So you just go. Okay. So you just go with the ups and downs. I go with the ups and downs. I feel the same way. One of the things. Um, it is interesting that we're here. And hey, I don't. So a, no, you go first. Okay. okay. Oh, so here was okay. it. So when my father passed away, my father passed away. I remember on coming to church on a Sunday. My father passed away, and um, it was my first Sunday service. Uh, his 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 death was on a Wednesday, and I think this was that Sunday morning. Terry lost her dad already, and I remember driving down Edison Highway. Because I took the long way around because I didn't want to come to the front, right to the front door. So I took the long way around here. I could have took North Avenue straight here. But mm-hmm. I remember wanting to drive the long way around. And I just said, I don't know how I'm going to stand before the people and not break. And I said, so I'm calling crying. And I called Terry. I said, Terry, what am I dealing? What is this? I remember that just clear. Wow. Like, don't play with me. Mm. Yeah, I don't need I don't need no fuzzy warm answer. I don't need it's going to be all right. Uh-huh. Need, you know what I'm saying? I don't need no buy and buy story. I'm I'm the one that give those stories. Don't sell me no dreams. What am I dealing with? And Terry says, she didn't say pastor. She said, Anthony, get ready for a roller coaster. You're going to have them up, days, and down. Just get ready for a roller coaster. And for some reason, because it made sense, Mm -hmm. it gave me a sense of clarity and calm. Mm. It just gave me that, like, yeah, you're going to have highs and lows in the middle of this. And you may never come to the end. This roller coaster may never, you may never park this roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You may go through them every two or three years. Yes. You may go through them every time Father's Day comes, or his birthday, or uh, anniversary, or something. Your son's or birthday. Or my son's birthday. <laughs> my yes. day is always, my day for my father is always Good Friday. Okay. Because he loved Good Friday services. Oh, wow. So he would always call me Thursday night before Good Friday services saying, hey, how many services you got? I said, yeah, they ain't call me to preach no more. <laughs> no, they don't want to hear me anymore, doctor. You got it. And he said, well, I got this one, got this one. He said, well, I need you to take two of my sermons. And that's how I would go out sometimes. Mm. He would give me his days, the mm-hmm. minister. Oh, yeah. And his, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He would have his group of people. And so when Good Fridays come, I get like, yeah, I remember that. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. wow. So you go through those ups, you go through those downs. And I've learned, just go with them. You have to. I don't try to force it no yeah. more. I don't try to stop myself from crying, and I don't try to make myself cry. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel like crying on Father's Day, I just didn't cry on Father's mm-hmm. Day. I don't go to um, the day after Father's Day and say, hmm, I ain't cry yesterday. Mm-hmm. Ain't no, I didn't. No, no. I watched the basketball game. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because it can hit you out of it anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I've learned to go with those days, and that has helped me. So I just go with the days. And whatever it brings me, I lean into it. And I think that's why you're able to go with your um, the roller coaster. You don't try to jump in. You don't try to jump out because, for me, I understand moments. Like when I'm home cooking, I don't try to jump out that moment uh, okay. and go get the mail or go talk to my neighbor. No, I'm in this moment. Mm. So mm. it's the same thing for me. I just try to appreciate each moment. And every moment is not going to feel good. And I also know, too, if I don't get this moment out, yeah, it's going to come, come back. back. That's what it is. And honestly, when I say this, come don't, on. don't take it out of context. I don't have time. Mm. I don't have time. Like, I was on my way to a cookout, Sadie, and it hit me with my brother. I mm. pulled over and was upset. I had to call my daughter and say, I don't have time for this. Yeah. My makeup is done. Oh, yes, <laughs> like, right. Like, I was that's being right. real. I'm, that's and my way. I got to go. I'm on my yeah. way. I, Troy, uh-huh. you got to let me uh-huh. go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to be in that moment. And guess what? 
I have not had that moment again. Okay, good. Wow. Right, you know, doing this yeah, process. Yeah, doing this process. Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. You got it out. Yeah, got it yeah. out. What you want to say, Tay? Um, I was just going to say that, well, first of all, I've never dealt with um, the loss of a parent. I mean, I lost, I've lost grandparents um, before, but I've never lost a parent itself. So my um, two cents is just basically is based off of my, like, clinical mm-hmm. experience. Um, so... I don't think that I don't think that you can get off the roller coaster as well. I do believe that it is an up and down um, ride. I I just think that there are stages um, to grieving. Again, based off of um, what I've seen with people, um, and just going into even like small therapy bits, um, you know, dealing with denial, dealing with anger, dealing with the bargain, and dealing with all of those different things. And I found that it has pretty much been consistent. F- with everyone that I've seen that's dealt with um, or dealing with grief. Um, So I guess to a certain extent, um, I guess I would call, this is what I would call it. And it might sound weird, but I would call it like healthy grieving. I think that there's healthy grieving and I think that there might be like unhealthy grieving depending on like the time frame that people um, have passed away. Um, And I just mean in terms of um, certain people that have not dealt at all with the passing of a loved one in general almost as though they don't um I'm not talking about you guys at all but there have been people that I've met that actually even though they know the person is deceased they do believe that they're actually still like sitting here with them things like that on vacation or on vacation I've heard that a whole lot just a way of coping Coping. and so like stuff like that in my opinion is kind of more of an unhealthy grieving um like when you mentioned anger, I mean, it just made me think, yes, during grieving, most people go through some type of form of anger and hold it for a long time. But I don't know how healthy it is to come back to that place like years later or, you know, and still be at that same level of level 10 of anger. So I don't know if that's a healthy grieving process. If when you come back to that point, um, you're at that level. And if you do, how long do you stay at that level? So if you're angry like that, okay, am I able to calm myself down? Because I understand that this is, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think that's that's more or less my take take no, or no, concern. But yeah. you've, um, you made some really good points because um, the grief stages are very important. Yeah. And it, 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 that's a real thing. There are books and pamphlets on mm-hmm. actually when um, I worked for Roberta's house um, some years ago. I was a homicide advocate, so mm, I was. Okay. I would go out as soon as the homicides would occur. Po-po. She <laughs> listen. This resume is <laughs> so. <laughs> Call a popo. Oh my god! <laughs> I was support. Okay. Helping pay the funeral. Okay. So. Bless. Oh wow! Um, Imagine them. But the pamphlet, right? The pamphlets were actually twelve. I don't know if it's 12 stages. I'll just say the stages of grief. Mm-hmm. And I those think it's like things, seven. I think it's like seven. And those things are like really, really true. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as unhealthy, of course, we don't put time limits on anything. Yeah. But I think you made a good point when you say you hold on to that anger. You mm-hmm. hold on. That's medical. Because yeah. it's to me, it's not so much the grief now. It's, it's that negative vibration mm-hmm. that you're holding on to, mm-hmm. which is causing all of those things. So, yeah, grief started it. But mm-hmm. you need to release that. You need to go to the grief and yeah. um lost therapy and things like that and get it out so that you can release that. And also what I learned when my father passed, grief weakens your heart, yeah. which when people More. die of broken hearts, that's a real it's thing. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. So I also keep that in my mind too, which sounds weird, 
but I do. So it's like I know I have to continue to do my work because that is a serious thing. Yeah. I mean, and it, okay. no, y'all go ahead. And it, it, it that is just want to piggyback on mm-hmm. what you said. Like it legitimately, um, when people are grieving and they allow that to um, overcome them, it literally does weaken your immune system. Yes. Like it starts to break down those things, and, and we just like, like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, it's really it. It. I used to think it was silly. Like when people just say, oh, she died of a broken heart, even though it seemed mm. like it was right, right. after mm. the time of the person yeah. passing. Mm. But again. In my mind, like it just didn't really quite make sense right. clinically, but death coming three. Like, it comes right. <laughs> you know, you like just, it must be that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, but no, like medically, it really does it weaken does. your immune system. It does things to your GI tract and mm-hmm. the uh, digestion, everything like that. So that makes sense. Yeah, makes okay, y'all got y'all got okay. third pass me then, because right. I love my anger towards my father. Wow. So y'all got to help me. What does it do for you? I love because it keeps us connected. I have because I have let everything go. Except that I have my father's, I have his keys, I have his Bible, and I have his, his, my father always shines his Stacey Adams. Mm-hmm. So I told my mother, don't throw away his shoehorn. Okay. Old back in the 1930s. Okay. Shoehorn. And his shoes, and because I like, because I even, I even purchased um, two cans of shoe polish, the old cans, the little thin cans that yeah. didn't smell of polish. Yeah, I got two cans of shoe polish upstairs wow. just so I can smell Okay, how it used to smell when I walk in his office mm-hmm. or in his or in his bedroom before Sunday service. Mm-hmm. So I go into Sunday service and my father, listen, everybody, this is my dad. He had Old Spice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Old Spice, o- old, baby. Uh, old Spice. <laughs> the, that shoehorn smell. Mm-hmm. And imagine that mixed together with sulfur eight. Because oh. he put that in his hair. Wow. I So now, when I sort of, sort of sit up, sometimes when I'm shining my shoes, uh-huh. I said, man, you just had to get out of here. Like, this is us. This is our thing. This is what you think. This is the thing you gave me. And so I'm saying words I shouldn't be saying and everything else. I'm laughing with him, but I'm really feeling that moment. Mm-hmm. That anger that I had because the re- he left, and I feel like he left early. Mm-hmm. But that's just my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'm wise enough to know that. And so that anger is the one thing that I keep it keeps it and it keeps that it, it allows me to converse with yesterday because other than that I'll let it go Anthony Fliggins don't remember what happened last year unless you bring it up because I'm 12 years ahead mm-hmm. so having that keeps me connected what am I doing I don't think that would um, constitute as anger as anger because that's like y'all it's like a love hate type of it thing is, it is you know you still getting a, a little yeah, yeah Flirt, I got know. a little fuzzy feeling, yeah, but I'm still fuzzy. like, man, you. But I think that fuzziness balances it out. You're not, you're not Rageful. stewing in that negative energy. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're not doing, you're not, I hate my father. I'm oh, going to no, spit on no, his no, grave. No, no, no. You know, you don't have, <laughs> wow. you know, that may take you down. <laughs> no, spitting, no spitting on the grave. <laughs> right, so you don't have that. That's like a little, you know, That's yeah. that y'all have. But okay. no, I wanted to say something. You never, I never shared this with you. You said your father's was Old Spice, the shoe. And sulfate. And sulfate. My father had the shoe stuff because he, he was a correction officer, so he would polish oh, his shoes. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was his thing. Sulfur 8, my uh-huh. mother would grease his head at obsession. Wow. 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 So when you smell it, just, it brings it back. It brings it back. And when it brings it back to me, I immediately go into mm-hmm. anger. I go in, yeah. And so describe the anger. The like, ang- what, when is, I, when what is it? It is. It is. It is. So um, it is hard for me to get upset. Mm-hmm. And when I do get upset, I'm upset. Certain things. Everything don't upset me, upset me. One of the things that upset me more than anything is foolishness. Yeah. Ignorance is on top of that. Ignorance is my ignorance is my my 
top of the line thing mm-hmm. that just makes me upset. Yeah. I just can't. It just when I hear ignorance, mm-hmm. it and then, and then when I, I don't blow smoke up my butt. Mm, don't. I can hear it. I can hear the fact that you don't know. I can hear you don't have it. I can hear you just talking. I can hear you're lying. My sons, people in church. I'm coming back next Sunday. No, you're not. (laughs) Hey, Red, what time service is Sunday? I said, I'm not telling you. I don't feel like being bothered. I'm just serious. Don't do that. Just say, hey, what time is it? If I can, I will one day. But don't sit there. Wow, man, I got to get back in church because my grandmother used to mm-hmm. preach and I, I used to play the drums and I, I get all those stories. I'm like, I don't feel like hearing it. So certain things make me upset. Okay. This thing right here with my father's passing, my father told me so many things about our future and a lot of those things that were spoken were spoken while he was brushing his shoes okay while he was putting stuff eight in his hand mm-hmm. and he would always brush his head backwards always i'm like man you know he said the kind of haircut i get y'all call it number one but back in the day it was called a crovitis I'm okay. like, hmm, the military haircut. Mm. He, he, would, he would go into stuff like that. And so I remember that. And all the things he was saying to me, Anthony, whenever you ministered, you ministered like this. I remember when I first preached, he said, Anthony, you, you, you are one of God's better preachers. And you're going to be way better than me. This is what he said while he was shining his shoes. And mm. I got to do this and I got to do that. And I would ask questions. So it would be our, it would, so his room would serve as our altar. Okay. That was our meeting place and our God moment and everything he taught me, he taught me in that moment. And so in those moments, and I had a different moment in time to deal with my dad and to have a relationship than my brother and my sister. My brother was more sports. Doll baby was my mother's mm-hmm. daycare and stuff like yeah. that. But we had the church thing. Yes. Okay. We had the, yeah. that was your we, thing. the Bible was, was the you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You know, we had that bond. Okay. Now it's like, I'm not done. Mm-hmm. I'm not done. You told me, you told me we were going to change generations. Okay. I was planning on you being here till I, I could accept you leaving at 40. Because you would always say at 40, I'm going to do this and I'm going to mm-hmm. do that. So I could accept all of that. So you left. When I say you left too soon, I'm not talking about too soon in my life. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, you should have went, went to my birthday time. You should wait till I was 40. Because you would always talk about a generation and how, we, how I would impact a generation, how my life would change at 40. And I said, you weren't here to see me turn that generation that you were always talking about. Mm-hmm. He said, Anthony, something different going to happen to you in 40. At 40, you start thinking like this and start doing this. He used to go, he used to go into all these things. And he would always say, because a generation has passed. Mm-hmm. And by the time you turn 40, it will be time for you to pull back into another. Mm-hmm. Whatever you don't complete by the time you turn 40, you won't ever do by yourself. Wow. He would say things like that. Yeah. And so <laughs> now, you left before I turned 40, man. Yeah, and then I go right in. Okay. And so that's where that's where it is. Go for it. All right. So I think that um so first of all, I love when you talk about your father, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely do. Like I ain't get none of these experiences. And I just <laughs> think that this is so I mean, I would just be so grateful to have these kind of opportunities um that you got a chance to have. But it sounds like some of the anger, maybe a little bit of the anger kind of maybe is coming from like a broken promise. Mm-hmm. Um 
Exactly. Right. That's good. Broken promise. That's yeah. beautiful. So it's hard because like when I'm talking to when I'm talking to you because you're such a I'm tr- I'm be trying to be as sensitive as I can. No, be but be, I want to be sensitive I, because of people dealing with this um I think that because you're such a realist, you knew he could not stay. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, he did break the promises to a certain extent. Um, I mean, 40 would have been great, but he was here for some time. He did, you know, what he needed to do. Um, and I do believe that you are still doing it with him because everything you in everything that you do, your father is a part of it. I mean, he's not here physically, but... He's a part of it. The book was dedicated to him. Um, but him, I don't, I don't know. I just think that I, I deal with a lot of families that kind of before the before the family member passes away and they want to keep hold of the family member, they feel like you can't go. And so I'm going to do everything I can to keep you here, regardless if it's, it makes the family member suffer or whatever it is. It's just it's for kind of for our selfish reason. Yeah, unfortunately. And so I'm not saying that you're being selfish per se. I'm oh, just oh, saying oh, completely selfish. I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say you oh, being I'll selfish. Say I don't, okay, well you can say that. Completely selfish. But it's like I think that when you smell those things, like the sulfur eight and all of those mm-hmm. kind of things, I think that's I think that's a great way to bring back the memory. However, I think if the memory is associated with real anger, right. like real anger, not mm-hmm. even that you got to turn stuff over, but that right. it really makes you angry. It right. it does something negative to your spirit. I mm-hmm. do think that that's an unhealthy grieving. I I, um, I I I agree that it's unhealthy. It's, I'm just saying so do it's you, mine. Okay, so so but do you is that what you want to continue I, to do? Yeah, I want to keep what's mine. Okay, because that's so the you only want thing. to. Mm, if I okay. it, it, put it prime example. Okay, my father had a 1989 Lincoln mm-hmm. that never worked. Okay, in fact, it was so bad that my father got locked up over his Lincoln. Mm. I think did you? Say I it? told y'all this story. <laughs> Bishop Flickens, y'all. He ain't here, so I'm gonna get you. So my father had a 1989 Lincoln, and the neighbors said, "Hey, you got to move your Lincoln." Mm-hmm. He said, "I ain't moving it." He got a ticket on his Lincoln. He built up so many tickets on his Lincoln, he had to go to court over a Lincoln that did not work. We put like two engines in there. It just, mm. it was just, it just was, it was just done. We just couldn't get it going. Okay. Some things you just couldn't get it going. Mm-hmm. But he loved that Lincoln that was his. Mm-hmm. It was a 1989 Lincoln. He loved that Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Okay. He went to court. When he went to court, he told the judge, I'm a judge like you. And the judge says, where's your lawyer? He said, I don't need no lawyer. He said, we both judges. Oh. He said, you a judge over this court? He said, I'm a judge in the church. And the man said, that's what you're going to say? He said, yeah, I'm going to give you three weekends. <laughs> My father got three weekends in jail because he, he would pay a ticket that's or bring funny. a lawyer to court. Mm. What I'm trying to say is he held on to what was his. And all of us like, man, that piece of junk. My, we got money. We got three or four businesses, but it was his. Right. And don't touch what's mine. That's right. And that's how my father was. So I tell everybody who tried to therapize me, mm-hmm. you are right. Just don't touch what's mine. So but are you reliving the same thing that he's doing? Yeah. I mean, right. but, but it's still mine. Right. But certain things you didn't agree with that he does. And you felt as though, or you feel as though, is what you've expressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As though if he would have changed certain things, mm-hmm. things might have been a little bit right, different. different. So if you still are in that, if you're in that same mind frame with uh, the same thing that is yeah. hurting you, mm-hmm. why keep Be- reliving the Listen, because pain? it's mine. You don't get Wait. you don't get you don't have the right mm-hmm. to take something from me, mm-hmm. even if it hurts. 
You don't have that right. You don't have the right to tell me. Will you relinquish it? No, 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 I won't. Because okay. it's mine. Okay. But when somebody becomes like, well, you got to let that go. Yeah. You don't want to. No, just like you don't let go of those shoes you can't put on no more. But they're yours. I actually do now. I mean, I'm not saying okay. you. <laughs> like, just like you don't let that hairstyle that don't go for your face anymore. Just like you don't let go of that favorite go. outfit. And all of us got something we just won't let go that's no longer beneficial mm-hmm. to our lives. Yeah. But it means something. Right. So Even those funky pair of shoes right. that's leaning over them. They're your shoes. And as soon as somebody touch them, you're flipping. Like, dude, those shoes are 15 years old. I, it's, it's, but don't touch what's mine. Go so, for it. I have two statements Go I want to make. First, we're not going to call your grief unhealthy. Okay. The reason I'm not calling your grief unhealthy is because it serves you. It serves you. You're not doing anything unhealthy yeah. with it. Is not affecting you in any way. But what I hear from you, and I can say this because I lost a parent too. Mm-hmm. You s- about the whole mind situation, mm-hmm. you sound like a child that's, but nobody will be able to understand it unless uh, you uh, lost. A big child. Unless you lost a parent, because that's how I feel. Like a big child. My father has a T-shirt. He even, it's, I, I don't, I've, in my mind, <laughs> my father has a T-shirt since 1978. <laughs> When I first saw my father, I saw the t-shirt, right? Really? <laughs> oh, we got another story on top of this one. Go ahead, Ty. And I have, when he passed, I took it out the dirty clothes basket. And I, um, I'm angry because I lost the scent. Okay. And I don't care what you do. Do not touch my stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of my father on the um, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Nobody touches it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds so petty, but they know. Yeah. Let her have it. And it'll go on your new refrigerator. Yes. With the with stainless steel. Yes. What, two, three thousand dollars. Wait a minute. It already messed up the other stainless steel. <laughs> and it's going on my <laughs> new one. And it's going because it's mine. And it's worth it to me. Does it cause you anger? Does it cause you to be angry when you see it? It doesn't cause me to be angry when I see it. Okay. Well, let me whoa, whoa, rewind. Okay. I'm a roller coaster. Sometimes uh, I stand in front of the refrigerator and cry like a baby. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm daddy. Really, Daddy? I feel like you. Like yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. even get to see you didn't even and I, you didn't even get to see Lori. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 you didn't yeah, see yeah, Kayla. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it just depends on it. But it's mine. And so I don't care if you I see, I see I feel I don't care. Okay. Yeah, so, and, and here's another story. Can I get a personal story about you? Mm-hmm. Personal story. We went to take care of business one day. <laughs> <laughs> we went down to take care of business. Can I tell a story? Now, I can't tell you say pineapples. Go, go, go. Pineapples is the word of things. Pineapples is the word say. Okay, watch. Me no. and Ty went down taking some church business. Get some. We, 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 working on, we working on church business, trying to get our plans together. And said, Ty, we going downtown. We get this business together. We got to move. And it was a rainy day. Mm. She knew where I'm going. <laughs> we get there and we taking care of business on a mm-hmm. rainy day. I mean, pouring down rain. Mm. We getting there. We handle everything. And as we leaving, she stops and just, I said, what's wrong with you? And she just started hyperventilating and her tears start coming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. What's wrong with you? And she went back into the room and just combed the whole room. I'm like, what is wrong? And when she came, she went in and she came back out. She said, I cannot find it. I said, what? She said, my father's umbrella. Oh, no. Wow. She was everywhere. I ran back in the room. I was going to arrest the whole place. I said, <laughs> well, hold on. 
<laughs> Wait, somebody got a black umbrella? Yes. I, I went back and said, black. Oh, the guy said, oh, here you go right here. I said, good. And there we go right yes. there. Because wow. that was oh something. And that's when I knew, mm-hmm. like, that's that's it. Yeah. That's, it, it, just get an umbrella. And, and it's funny because the pole broke on the umbrella now, but it's mm. in my trunk. Okay, see? Wow. See, it's yes. no longer beneficial, but it's, it's mine. mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I get it. I mean. I get it. I feel like is this elementary or what? No, no, no. I, I completely understand it. Like that, that makes that makes sense. I'm coming against that. So yeah. Right. I get so, it. Though. I get it. All get it. of that, even has that day, value. I understand it yeah. carries that, and it, it gives me a sense value. of compassion for other people. Okay. So my thing is, um, and what I really want to delve delve into in my program. I understand um, we got the Grieving Moms Clubs. We got okay. the grieving, grieving Fathers Clubs. Do I have this in the No, I'm just saying, okay. in, just in the world. Okay. You know? okay. Mm-hmm. But my heart go directly to the sisters and brothers mm-hmm. of those, all the young people we wow. see. Yeah. My mind immediately goes to, of course, mom and dad pray for everybody. But it's like nobody is really giving that sibling a hug. Yeah. It's, you know, sorry for your loss. It's the mother, like your brother. the father. Yes, it's the mother, the father, They the forget grandma. about the children. They forget. Yeah. Mm, that is good. That's Ooh. real. Wow. Nobody thinks about that. That's serious. serious. Yes. That's serious. No one thinks serious. about the siblings. And I remember one, my brother um, had somebody like, mm. you know, just be strong. Mm-hmm. You don't get to tell me to be strong. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Not right. just be strong. Don't don't say that. Yeah. Right. Wow. Wow. So, That's yeah. something. Okay, okay, okay. So those are the things that those are the things that led you here. But yes. now that you are here, I think that I, I think that all of us can relate to something. And I think and I and I I would as a pastor be ministerial for a minute. Mm-hmm. But all of us sort of sometimes, all of us sort of sometimes. All of us sometimes. Well, sometimes all of us have to know how to lead while we bleed and how to move while we're hurting and how to deal with the fact that I have to help others while I'm going through myself. And so, yes, the therapists need therapy. Yes. And the preaching and the preacher need preaching to be preached to. And the teacher needs to be taught. And I think that's the irony of life that keep us all humble. Yes. For some people that get up and says, well, you know, unless you've been over it, you don't know how to deal with it. Uh, that's not true. Mm-mm. That's not true. Because I'm still dealing with it and I can help you. Mm-hmm. And I've oftentimes, and here go my comedic side, that they say I was not funny. But <laughs> I'm going to get my, one of my little comedic <laughs> sides. They got going to one of my jokes. Now, I, one of my jokes. Now, I'm serious. Whenever, whenever a big girl want to lose weight, mm-hmm. she starts running, and then she calls another big girl. She is saying that, hey, I haven't lost anything, but we're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. And they move together. Mm-hmm. They get that partner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going around Lake Montebello. Mm-hmm. We're going down Drew Hill Park. And That's we are going to run <laughs> together. You get what I'm saying? You're like, hey, have I got another big friend that's trying to lose something? Yeah. Hey, let's encourage accountability. accountability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's funny, but it's real. And yeah. we see it all the time. Yeah. And so it's not no real skinny person. Come on, let's go. No, it's two big girls and Sacconis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The new Nike outfit. <laughs> Walking together and just making it happen. Yeah. And it, even though it's funny, it's a real it's thing. It's a real thing, yeah. And so sometimes we got to help people while we are being helped. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. That's, that's every day. That's my life every day. That's your life every day. Last, oh, I'm sorry. 
No, I'm finished that. Lord. But my thing Put with that, point. I'm sorry, just yeah, go to it, go to it. Go, go so to you, it. you said wow. Say what you said again. We have to help people while wow. being helped. helped. Yes. Wow. Wow. Being helped. Helped. Yes. How you bleed? Yeah. Wow. Being helped. Being helped. Yeah. But if you won't let any, if you won't be helped, yeah. Like you're not ready to be helped. You don't want that. Who me? You. Yeah, I want help. Okay, you do. Yeah. Okay. That's y'all helping me now. I'm about to say this is your help. This okay. I'm being helped because mm-hmm. life Some is helping it, me. Okay. It just yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm, trying to take that from no, you. No, no, no. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. I what I won't do. What I won't do is people feel like if oftentimes people feel like if you're not acting out the role. I think this is an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. If you're not acting out the role of the victim, mm-hmm. then oh. I'm not being helped. So they look at your attitude oh, no. and it says, no, I'm straightforward. I'm not crying. I ain't got no tears. Right. I ain't got no feelings. Mm-hmm. But I'm listening to what you're saying. Yes. Okay. And I'm taking down mental notes. Yeah. But you're not going to, oh, oh yeah, I don't think that. I'm not having that. Yeah. So are you helping me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you make sure you tell me A, B, and C. I'll choose which one I want, what option I have. Mm-hmm. But I am being helped. Yeah. Okay. You don't, get to get, you don't get the joy of having me feel a certain kind of way. Oh yeah, I'm not I giving. You I that. don't think I'm personally looking for you. Yeah, no, to I'm, be I'm telling you. I'm okay. not telling the people like like. Okay. That's why you said you're not being helped. But how I'm would- asking. I'm asking. Do you feel like you are? Because you said that you want to stay. You want to hold on keep to that part. Yeah, you want to yeah. keep that part. So that that's why I'm just clarifying. Like, are you saying oh, in that yeah. particular part you don't need help with that part? Or are you saying that with that part you do? You are kind of working through it. That's what I was just trying oh, to no. clarify. Oh no, the, the, because to me that is more of like a forgiveness thing. Like you haven't. Forgiving him, yeah. And maybe you, know, you feel like you don't have to do that. Yeah, that's that, what I was just clarifying. Yeah, no, no, you're right about that. Okay. That he eleven with that. Okay. You know, that's not yeah. worth for hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the we're he forgiving it. Yeah, the he eleven for okay. that. Yeah, y'all, okay. y'all, y'all, you know, okay. there's so many things y'all can help me out with, but just leave that part alone. Okay. You get you what pulled I'm it saying? up. I did. Okay. I was not, and, it's, it. and it's not going anywhere. Right. Okay. Right. And it could have just been a help by me sharing. My t-shirt. Yeah, story. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, the, oh. and the laughter. Yeah. All it's going to yeah, help me do when definitely. I get back again, be angry but laugh about somebody else really understanding what this is. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so while I'm being, while we are being helped, we have to help people. Mm-hmm. Right. But some people feel like, ministers alike, if I'm still going through it, mm-hmm. I can't help you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yes, you can. Sure. You can teach while being taught. Mm-hmm. And it, and this has been in my experience. Last week I had a, uh, um, what was that? He eleven. Yeah, he eleven. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it I was gotta, like he eleven. Uh, he last eleven. Week, that's right? it. <laughs> and um, where I work, my office is in inner city, so I have um, I call them my two children. They're homeless, homeless couple. So they're oh. pretty much there on the weekend, and they're not even thirty yet. Wow. But so they pillow the post or whatever. They've been for ten years. They pillow the post. A, pillow the post. I'm gonna use that. What is that? Pillow to post. Pillow post. Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, that's what, okay. Every post, any yeah. post, you put a pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pillow to post. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I had I, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to use that moment. one. Oh, cool. You have it. Pillow to post. So, um, most days, you know, when I come in, you know, they, hey, Miss Terry, go complain or whatever. Some days they fighting, whatever. Mm. I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So, I told you I was having like a heck of a week last week or whatever. And so, I was, um, like, I think I was, I was coming to my car and she was like, um, Miss Tari, can I, um, she asked me for something, some coffee. And I said, I don't have no coffee in the office. I said, but I'm ready to go to Dunkin' Donuts in a little bit or whatever. I can see if you want something. So, of course, I went to Dunkin' Donuts, got them breakfast and everything. But I was so, I needed help that day. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just about to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. But I had to help. Why? Well, I, I feel like help. that's the that's always the moments when it 
Uh, yes. right? You'd be like, wow. But in that, I did get help. Mm-hmm. How? Because, because the situation I was going through, if you look out for somebody else, somebody, yeah, 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 somebody yeah, yeah. is looking out, out for, for you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I get it. Mm. That's what gave me the calm in my waters wow. when wow. I got certain phone calls last week. You're right. You mm. are so good. You Psychologically, help me tell Help me. Y'all help me with this. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, I want to say this. The re- one of the reasons why I don't want to get over it mm-hmm. is so I can have these conversations. That's your feel. The one reason why I'm like, how do you get over it? But sometimes you get over it like, oh, I understand what you're saying. No, I can feel. what yes. you, to, For you to say, wow, I understand what stage you're on or what. Mm-hmm. Oh, I understand what you're dealing with because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm still there. Mm-hmm. We can feel. Yes. And that's when we started busting out laughing when we said what we hold on to in his mind. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now part of the reasons why I think it's psycholo- psychologically. Psychologically, yeah. Psychological. Thank you, psychological. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I may be keeping minds. So I can feel mm-hmm. when somebody say it to me. I don't want to forget. Mm. So when they say I'm angry, I know I was feeling that way yes. yesterday. Yes. That's amazing. Before. Because most people, or a lot of people, I'll say, try to sweep that feeling under the rug. Mm. And they try to avoid that um, and never go. That's what I did with my grandmother, mm. actually. I, did, I locked it away, and I didn't think about it again. So I swept it under. I didn't deal with it. So a lot of people don't do this. No. When they see something, of course not. They, they've almost forgotten about the T-shirt. They don't want to smell the smell because they don't want to be reminded of mm. those things. Mm. So it's amazing that it's just two yeah. very different groups of yeah. people that yeah. hold on and then some that just like, but no. That, that's a whole nother conversation as well because with the thing that they are running from, mm-hmm. Sweeping under the rug yeah. is just making the other power Absolutely. bigger. Uh, you know that. You're going to trip over it. Yeah, you're going to trip over <laughs> it. So it's going to bring all those other things out. So your, those emotions that should have been, I'm a compartmentalize as well. So mm-hmm. those things that should have been, and I'm saying it's loosely, um, those things that should have been at Vaughn Green mm-hmm. are now in your workplace. Exactly. Ooh. And in exactly. your living room. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your bedroom. Ooh. Definitely. Yeah. So For if, sure. So T, if you never met me and I said it to you, what would you say? The, you the last part. Which last, part? I psychologically, I may be psychologically holding on to these things so I can be in touch with the people that I'm actually dealing with. What would you, what would you, if you didn't know me? If I didn't know you, I would, I would, I would kind of be torn with the statement. Um, Are you be, torn now? Um, somewhat. Okay. Because, I mean, I think it's great to be able to use it like as a ministerial tool. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm just concerned about what it's actually doing to you. Right. So I see, I can see both sides of that. Um, but it is. It does have some concerning facts if it really right. is ripping you apart every time you go yeah, through this. Yeah, but if yeah. you, when you do, de- for me, like if it was me, if if I was dealing with this anger, and I just after you know I can get, and I'm okay like after a certain amount of time. But if it really is taking its toll and it's taking me to a dark, like a really bad place, dark place yeah. which some people go there and they can't come out, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. then I'm not in agreement yeah. with that. Oh. Right. But the fact that I feel like. You really are able to turn on, turn off. You really have mm-hmm. a lot of control over your yeah. yourself as a man in general. Yeah. I think that you you're able to handle, you know, what you're what you're up against. Right. But some people, I it would be concerning to other people if they were not able to handle those things mentally. And, and most people, um, and I've learned this in my experience, most people grieve or handle situations mm-hmm. um, based on 
might sound crazy, but how they are or how they operate. Just like you can say, like, how he's able to pick up and put down, mm-hmm. you, excuse me, use his grief as a tool, mm-hmm. use his anger as a tool. Mm-hmm. He know how to use his things in his life are tools. Yeah. So he he that's what he does. Yeah. I'm a compartmentalizer. He's a utilizer. Yeah, he utilizes. I'm he a compartmentalizer. Yeah. So I know how to. Mm-hmm. But my every my thought process is like that. My I work like that. So that's just who I am. Yeah. That's who he is. So if it was a person that falls apart all the time, that's that that get a late bill and it just throws them off their oh, rocket for oh, two yeah, days. Yeah, somebody yeah. look at somebody wrong. They 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 can't They're get themselves disrupted. together. That's how they're going to yeah. breathe. That's why mm-hmm. I feel like this advice is excellent amongst you, the mm-hmm. two of you, and a lot of people that d- really actually, um, I guess, process it in this way. But mm-hmm. for those that are weaker, I don't know if it's the best advice for somebody that oh, cannot yeah, yeah. handle yeah, that, yeah. holding on to some yeah. of those things. And this is this is not no clinical advice to anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, 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 when you advise, right? Yeah. When you advise, uh, when I advise, right. it is situational or it is That's what I'm about it, to say. it literally taking, is yep. it is mm-hmm. person by person yes. based mm-hmm. off of what you assess in that yes, person. But, yep. So I obviously I would know a person that's really weak and shaky, they can't handle this kind yeah. of some oh, of this okay. advice. Yeah, 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 they just yeah, cannot. Yeah. Um so yeah. Yo, you're right, because that was my next question. Do you generalize people or do you do you have a generalized rule of thumb when you're dealing with people? No. Is there a generalized rule of thumb when I'm de- when you're dealing with people? And for certain people, mm-hmm. you see that um, I give advice based upon the person, mm-hmm. and sometimes praying before it marital advice, um, mm-hmm. relationship advice, and financial advice, and you know what I'm saying. Any advice I get, I give it to a based upon the person, mm-hmm. and my better advice. I'm better when I'm saying to people, I'm giving you the spiritual side. Yes. Okay. Of all these things that you need. Mm-hmm. Because operating to all my ministers and my believers, listen, if you're only operating in the realm of the spirit when you're dealing with something, it's like driving a car with one wheel. You're going to wear that wheel out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually the wheel is going to wear out mm-hmm. because you're driving on one wheel. And this is why a lot of smart intellectuals who don't deal with certain things and rely on their knowledge when they go through something, most of them who are very smart commit suicide. Mm-hmm. For sure. Smart, intelligent, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they're going to put, they're going to sit in their garage, and I'm being honest, yes. and they're going to put something in the tailpipe. Oh, yes. yes. They are. And they're going to sit there let and, run. and go, yeah. let it run, and they're going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because they're they deal it, because if it's not, if I cannot put it in a data sheet, Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I cannot, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If I cannot put it on numbers, if I can't see it on a sheet of paper, if, it's, if there is no bottom line with a plus sign or a negative sign connected to it, then I just don't understand it. I went to college. I did this and I did that, yeah. and I still don't have it. There is so much to all of us. Mm. So when I deal with people, I say, I'm only giving you one side. Mm-hmm. There are multiple sides to this. I'm only giving you the yeah. spiritual side. And for mm. some people, when they come to me, it's the spiritual side that they need because mm-hmm. they got everything else together. Mm-hmm. So now they come to me hear my advice. I'm bringing balance. And I think some people just don't meet that person where they are. So, like, when you talk about the uh, professional that's in yeah, the car yeah, yeah, that yeah, 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 goes yeah. by a data sheet, mm. I feel like when they are being counseled, you have to meet them where they are. And mm. this, I mean, I, you can be spiritual in all things, obviously, but this I have to address how you see things. Right. So if data, your data sheet has to be precise and whatever, find ways to 
find bring this data sheet to your grief, if that makes sense. Um, let me hear what you're saying, T. Like, if you talk in Excel spreadsheet, mm-hmm. then we got to talk to you in Excel spreadsheet. Like, we have to bring more of a constructive grieving process yeah. whereas though some people you can say okay we're just gonna keep you in prayer you need to stay in prayer right. no but this person might need a Bullets. one two three four really? yes we on we this can't day. paragraph we can't yes. give you a paragraph a narrative wow. yes y'all good we have but on monday bullet. Yeah. this is how you start yes. monday yes this is how you do, because you're sis- systematic systemic. yes Syste- systemic you're you're your system oriented. Yeah. So if this is disrupted, everything's disrupted. Yeah, so if good. you live in a house and your husband has passed away uh-huh. and he, you all had a certain like rubric or a certain system yeah. or chronological mm-hmm. way of doing mm-hmm. things and that's thrown off. Mm-hmm. How you going to survive? He was, yeah. he was doing it. So as, my ch- as your it. child, I can't come in and say, ma, take all this away. No, no there's so, a system. So y'all actually talk to people like that? Oh, yes, for sure. Really? But that's so, what I'm saying. You have no, to meet no. them with. I'm saying that I've talked to people that yeah. need certain counseling specific to where they are in that moment. Yes. You do. And meeting them. And it don't have to be yeah, yeah, office it, stuff. It. Yeah, yeah. it could mm-hmm. be a Barbie girl that's right. into just makeup wow. and stuff like that. Then we have to. Now we have to be a little more, you know, super fit. Like we're talking in a different kind of way. But to get you to wherever you need to be to come out of the grief, if that makes sense. Y'all good. You know what I say? What? If they're dealing with something medical and they're doing something, talk to Tia. See, I don't do that. I mean, talk, I'm, not, I I, to... I'm not giving you my, I'm not giving you, you oh. have a medical talk to Tia. I'm oh, not, no, I thought you. No, even in grief, even oh. in grief, talk to Terry. I'm not going to sit here and go through things that I have no, I'm not going to be the, I'm not going to be, unless I know where I'm going, I'm not counseling. Mm-hmm. I oh no! Have, well, I think we're hearing wrong. No, we're, no, no I'm talking she, about what's saying, in my profession. And, and, I'm, saying, and I'm talking about, about my profession. Like, no, 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 I've been doing it for ten years. So, so, so if somebody comes to you saying this is a part, it's kind of a, it's a part actually of my job. Right, right, wait, 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 wait. So, if somebody comes to you and say, somebody comes to you and says, I really don't know. Somebody comes to you, T, and says, you know, my husband is leaving. I don't know if we are. I don't know what's going on the other side. I don't know if we're gonna make it. You mean passing, passing, passing. I don't know if we're going on the other side. I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know how life is going to. I, and they're giving you all these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if, you know, we, we never really gave our life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And they're doing all this Jesus talk and everything else. You're giving them advice? About, no. I, I personally. You do. I would give advice. And but that's what, the difference. But what I'm saying I'm is. I'm like, no, call my pastor. Okay. But what I'm Go saying is sometimes we don't have time for that. So oh. sometimes. When you just when you leave them and you and I'm not saying I mean it's yeah. different for each person yeah. but from what what you do I what I am strongly you know mm-hmm. what I I don't even want to say feel but what I believe is they ask me for a reason number one if I have the answer and it then I'm gonna give it mm-hmm. um, if I feel like it's something I cannot handle then yes I'm gonna say call my pastor or I'm gonna ask them to follow up with my pastor based off of you know what it is really? but I don't stop the um, this experience that we're having at that moment. And it may just be because this is what I do. I do deal with people on a daily basis mm-hmm. based off of grieving that I have people that want to kill themselves and go in the parking lot and try to do it. And maybe that thing I could have said or should have said, you can know, this is kind of where they, they've ended up. What about so the other way around? What other way around? What if the Muslims say, you know, that's a little I, different. If I'm not, saying, if, I I'm don't saying. Have, if I don't have specific experience in it and I'm not led in that moment to address it, then I find someone within oh. that construct that mm. can do it. I However, it. if it's something like, for example, if I wasn't a nurse, but I did have some 
um, information on the medical field and it was something I could counsel in that way, I would do the best I can and then instruct them to go to somewhere or somewhere else. Okay. But yeah, like I feel like it's a reason why I'm speaking to you. So yeah, that's how. That's okay. How I okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't do that. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. No. No. Go ahead, Terry. I mean, uh, 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 Terry. I would um, if I had okay. Well, what I want to use my other example, but I would still be myself. Like I would, like oh, he leaving. Well, tell me some good memories. Yeah, or something like that. Or that's what I mean. I'll like, like try to switch it, mm-hmm. but I'll still be conscious that you need some spiritual help. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to probably refer. make yeah referral yeah. whatever. I probably call you. And, and I do it immediately because. I'm going to call you. Yeah, I, I, and I do it immediately. Be, and the reason why I do it immediately is because souls are accountable to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm leading you, and I often use this word, if the blind can't lead the blind, then the blind can't lead the senior. Right. So if I don't, if, I, if somebody's asking me an honest question like, hey, you know about God or about Islam or something else like that, or, you know, I, I've been doing this all my life, and now I'm finally saying, can I give my life to Christ right now after living all, all, all uh-huh. this? And they got this, like, you know what I'm saying? Did my son believe in the Lord? He got baptized when he was five. Just tell me he's going to heaven. Right. Just tell me God heard him. Mm-hmm. I can handle that. Yes. I can handle that. But to the person says, I have an internal bleeding. And they say, I got five days. And they say this and say that and say this and say that. I'm not sitting there saying, well. And what else? What else did they say from that? I don't know. I'm using this as an example. Okay, I'm just trying to see, like. So if they say, I got internal, the doctor said I got internal bleeding. And I don't know. And you had five days. And I had five days from this, five days from that. I feel like you're a perfect person to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not talking about death, no. I'm not talking about are they saved or not. They they ready to go. If I have to go, I go. They announced that I got five days. Mm -hmm. But I would like to know that I kind of do something to ease the pain or something like that. I'll finish my statement. I got to do something to ease the pain and do this and do that. Yeah, take burdock root. Like, okay. I don't know nothing about this, <laughs> and I won't lead you wrong. Okay, I understand that. Now yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is why I believe in fellowship. Yes. I mm. believe in empowering each other. Yeah. Because my, you came to me to direct them to you. Right. That's why. You didn't come to me to answer this. And that you come to me reason. to be the bridge. Right. Like, you was like, I just thought they would have came to me for a reason. My thought would have been like, they got sent them to me because I know somebody. I know somebody me. else. Yeah. Or I feel at times it, it could be me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it could I mean, be. Because you know yeah. it's situational. Yeah. But let me ask you, remember Look. the time I called you, I think I was with a client, a, a young guy. Uh-huh. And he 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 went through a mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. But when he bounced back, and forgive me if I'm not using the words correctly, mm-hmm. when he um came back, it was like he was in like a religious somewhere yeah and he kept saying i need to talk to a preacher because i'm having all these spiritual experiences and i don't understand it and you know so i immediately picked up the phone and called him oh yeah because i didn't know what to say absolutely you know what i'm saying so i think that probably would be a real life example of what i would do because i don't if i don't if i didn't know in that moment what to say for Mm -hmm. sure but even and regardless i still would follow up with to send it to him or send it to whoever's in that specialty for Mm -hmm. sure um, like I remember I had a patient, um, she randomly, I'm just literally passing medication to her and she was like, um, I really want to know what you feel about this. I'm very angry. She was angry at her mother who had passed away, um, because she, she went, she went through the whole story. Like her mom apparently had abandoned her and her brothers at a young age. Um, she didn't have any relationship with, um, 
with her mom. She always felt like her dad was the one that was taking care of them. Anyway, come to find out the dad started kind of beating on the children. They had this long story of things that happened and why she was so angry with her mother and how she never got closure Mm -hmm. um, with her mother. Um, Again, I had not gone through this situation, but in that situation, it felt like she just needed someone to vent to. So by the end of the conversation, after asking her these questions that she had never asked herself, like she realized that the source of her anger was more or less that she felt as though her mom, um, the the man that her mother married, took control when she didn't include her children in the process. But she just had never really asked herself the question. She was so angry with her mom that so she to a certain extent, she solved her own problem in that based off of me listening you know what I mean? I was able to pray with her and all that kind of stuff like that. And okay. we were able to do some things like that. And obviously, at that point, we did have a mental health counselor that she was able to speak with. But she was just like, I would have never been. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying she wouldn't have been able to actually do this. How she just mm-hmm. felt that. She's like, I wouldn't have been able to come to these things had we not talked. Right. Um, and so she just, she was able, you know, within that, a couple, we actually still keep in contact. But within those couple of weeks or whatever to forgive, you know, her mom, mm-hmm. um, even though, those things hurt her and she has all of these other issues. She was able to forgive her mother. So I'm just saying that I don't know. I don't, if someone needs to be referred, I will refer them. Right. But if it's in that moment and there's some advice that I can give or just listening, right? That yeah, you that's know, good. then I want to do what I can do right. in that and, moment. And that's what you, she didn't need anything from you, but yeah. listening is. So yeah. you were good, right? Because you would have been really wrong if you like, you should call DMC. Right. Call health service. Right. Like, that's not what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. You know, just listen. Yeah. And, or give her the cold shoulder, like, oh, well, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm I not sure why you're angry. You like your right, like, it's your mom. You know, like, but it's like, we really got to the bottom of it. Things that she went all the way back to childhood and was like, I remember when she used to hit me. Like, she literally went there. So That's was, one uh, of my f- not one yeah. of my favorite words, but one term that I've been using a lot, childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So many of us are walking around with childhood oh, yes. trauma. And it's just like, and it's intense. I'm so... I think I'm so sensitive to it now. I can just almost see how a person act like. Oh, yeah, seriously. Got to get with that little girl. And I feel like there. I'm drawn to that. I feel yeah. like it's like a thing for me, like the psychology and the um, relationships, mental mm-hmm. relate, mental mm-hmm. relationship has always been like a. I've always been extremely intrigued by mental illness <laughs> and things like that, and family counseling and oh. things like. I've always been into that. So career I just feel like change. I'm being, I just feel like I'm being, I, I mean, I think, it goes, I think it goes into what I'm doing now. Career as as change. Like ministering and things like that. I feel like it all ties together, but it's always been something that I've been through. It's something I used to write about. And I just going to sound a little weird. I used to write about when I was younger, I used to write stories and I would include like things like that. So, um, I know that's a little awkward. <laughs> career change. Go ahead. We need I'm to have a purpose question. We need to have a purpose question. You can, you can say pineapples cause it's live. So okay. I gotta be live. So, how long, how old were you when you started, though, that infatuation with, I guess, mental health? Um, I think the first story that I wrote, I might have been, like, 11 or 12, where um, it 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 really was, at that age, I wouldn't say it was an infatuation. I would say it was more of an interest. Um, As I became a teenager and as I became a young adult, just... I just was drawn to those kind of things. And I just was, I always was inquisitive on what is schizophrenia? What is uh, mm-hmm. bipolarity? What what are these things? It just always, it just always was an interest to me. Okay. Do, do you think it derives or stems from you needing therapy or you wishing you had somebody to express your Not necessarily. I, I, not necessarily at this point. 
I can't say that I feel like I need some type of then. therapy. I can't really, not really, because my the infatuation was more or less writing about it. Like for some reason, I had this weird insight on it. Um, for example, like one of the stories I wrote was like a, a woman, and it could have been based off of some of the movies I was watching as, as a child. I shouldn't okay. maybe have been watching like yeah, Girl, she, Girl she Interrupted. Movies all the time. Like Girl Interrupted. You ever seen that movie, Girl yeah, Interrupted? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And it was a woman, and she was in like a psych- psychiatric ward, yeah. and it, it just was stories and things like that. But okay. those things for me were intriguing. Um, so you still, you still on. I'm still interested in in mental health so for do sure. Do you think that no, like seriously? Do you think that's like are you mopping the floor when God asks you to sweep it? Or? I think that it ties into um, my purpose now, what I'm doing. I think that really? I'll be able to. I do think so. Well, I, I, I'm going to let you have it. Cl- right? Now, say, no, just joking. I'm going to let you have it. No, no, no. We don't care. We're going to let you have it. Because he probably know what you're talking about. So We're going to let you have it. If, you're tell, if, somebody tell, if somebody's telling you I've been doing this since I was a kid, and I don't know why I've been doing that's it. That's breadcrumbs. And that's what you should be doing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. No, that's not what you're doing. Yeah, I think you're so. You're doing something else, and that is a part of what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, I think that's a part of what I'm doing. But there are a lot of things I've been doing since childhood. Yeah, and you need to do those things. So this is where Tia's going to fill me in. This is, when you, this is when you need to be doing, though. You know, you're not, you, you are playing with it because you're not no. being paid by it. No, I'm not being paid by it. Then you're playing well, with it. Well, technically, I am. No, you're technically you're a nurse. Right, you didn't have to do that. So you're saying I do. You, so it comes with the job. It comes with the job. Okay, but it has it has added more experience in that particular it field, does. my psych field. But yeah. if your interest is there, so you should be a psych and P. I, I think so. I don't want to do that. Why? I don't want to continue in the medical field. I don't want to do is, that. This is something. I don't want to continue in the medical we field. However, we I feel as though. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are having a God moment here. Let me make it clear. Let's go. Let's go, y'all. So I don't want to continue in the medical field. I've served the field for 10 years, and I don't want to do that anymore at all. Um, However, Mm -hmm. like based off of the, again, the intuitions and things that I've had or the, you know, the intrigue intrigue that I've had from a child (laughs) and the experience that I have collected as a nurse over the, you know, all of these years, I do feel like it helps me um, as I'm counseling and as I'm um, able to engage in different conversations because I do have that experience. And it and it's so interesting to me. I'm not bored when someone's telling me about it. So, like, people just naturally just come up and they talk and have conversations. And I'm I'm just like, wow. Yeah, so, and I want to help. I want yeah, I to help. So, I, I have a real-life question. This, yeah, this, is, this is serious. This is serious. This is a good example. This is serious. This is serious. So, I had the breadcrumbs too. Remember, I told you how I filled my water, fought my father water yes, thing up. Yes. I mean, um, sharing clothes with cousins that didn't really have all of this. Just like I just did it. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Even my cousins laugh and tell me stories now. How I used to act when I was like, "You always was somebody's mother. You just always look out for people, or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um. So that's just who I am, right? Mm-hmm. So considering all of that, I am a correctional officer. I know what you know, but on my job, I help people. I still talk to them. I talk to you the do. inmates, and I make them feel, you know, I give them hope that one day they probably be out. So am I walking within my purpose? Like, should I stay a correctional officer or should I leave and fully say yes and allow God to open up the other doors that, like, really put me where I need to be so I can be on Healing Road and get them two people right there that sleep on a sidewalk every day? What's the question? Should I have stayed Should you a have stayed a correctional officer? And do you think I would and have she was still doing the same thing as a correctional officer? Yeah. Like you're doing the same thing as a nurse. Okay. No, I, I think that whatever, I think that you are, you would be, I think it would be a personal decision. Mm-hmm. 
I don't I don't really want to put an input on what I think that you should have done or whatever would have been the best kind of situation. I think that it's I think mine is a little different. Okay. It's not different. I think it's no. a little different. I it, there, is, there is I no difference. Okay. So first of all, as far as the correction, so you had your reasons for like, before we even. So you had your reasons for not wanting to continue a correctional officer. Yeah, I can tell you why. Okay. Because my soul knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. Right. So I knew that that wasn't wasn't rested. My soul wasn't rested. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. So I don't feel like my there? soul is a. Re- be- why am I in nursing still? Listen what I'm saying. Let, you know, okay. I don't think. I think maybe I'm you're missing the to, you're missing the God, missing you're missing the moment. Come on and bring it to me. Okay. I am doing something that I don't feel like doing anymore. Uh-huh. My time is up. Yes. Because the feeling that's connected to it is no longer there. It doesn't have all of me, but I really like this. Right, and you no. really like. See, that's where I, that's where I think we have an. Okay, okay go for it, because you because you you're saying that I'm done with the medical field. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. Um, so it's going to be difficult, I think, to explain. So you got let's the just floor. try. Yeah, let's just try. Let's just try. Okay, so I feel as though um, I don't want to say I feel as though, but. So I feel like, so as from a child, <laughs> I can't even you think of another word. I don't want to say women it. Feel. I don't, yeah, but I've kind of don't. I don't want to. I don't want to verbalize it in that way. I want to um, articulate it just a little bit differently because I overfeel in my oh, descriptions. I see, I understand. So, from a child, there's been a lot of different things that I've that I've been able to um, adapt to. Mm-hmm. One has been counsel. I also was given the um, was was given the person that. Would put bring the children together. Always the leader. Always okay. the one that okay. just naturally just mm-hmm. does that. So um, yes, always the one that was available for counsel for people. All it just I've just people have always been drawn to me for that. Um, always been the one to put on a play in McDonald's when they used to have the um the playground. Yes, put a play. It's five of y'all. Four, five. Come on, you're gonna be um, Winnie, Wendy. You're gonna be Peter Pan. And I'm gonna be Aladdin. I'm gonna be Jasmine, and my brother's gonna be Aladdin. He's gonna put his shirt over. I boss, was directing. Bossy. You can say that. Okay. Or leadership. <laughs> I would say that is a better one. Um, but we would do things like that. We would sing and put on musicals. So I feel like there there are a lot of things from childhood that I naturally have done. Yeah. Um, even down to trying to like host shows and think radio and things that I've studied just on radio and podcasts mm-hmm. that are now coming into fruition. So I don't want to single out the psych interest um, as like the only thing that has been something naturally I've done from a child or what my soul knows. I do feel as though it goes into my purpose. I'm not running from that point of it. I just feel, I just think that I'll be able to use what my soul does know what is your purpose? And what I, I ask you that? So I'm a water breaker. Okay. God has called me to get people from one point to the next okay. um, via what the ministries or the, I know it's getting a little warm, the things that I <laughs> go into, whether it be and I worship wonder why. leader. I know, right? Whether it's a worship leader, um, whether it's music, writing music, yes. um, all of these different things, whether it's counsel and whether it's psychology, psychology interests. Mm-hmm. Those are things that I feel like um, I'm able to get people from one point to another. That's where my calling is, like okay. in a bunch of different um, routes and to create a new generation of worshipers in general. Okay. okay. So with all of those different things, I believe that I'll be able to use all of those things collectively because they're all me. 
Like, I don't think I don't think I have to choose like, OK, psychology is my interest in nursing and I want to stay in this. But right now, my my soul uh-huh. or my. Noah, my Noah says no to nursing. Nursing is not something that is not a career path that um, I initially wanted to do. It's not something that I, I you. you know what I mean? I wasn't the kind of um, nurses, some of my fellow nurses probably is on here, that, you know, from a childhood they wanted to be a nurse. I mean, oh, I naturally take care of people, and I do it well. And I am very passionate. My patients absolutely love me. Mm-hmm. It's just not where I am at this time. So take away the nursing, right? Okay. Yeah. And where, who is Tia? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying who are you like, what else are you doing? Not saying. Yeah. Take 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 nurse Tia off, but keep Natia in that in that hospital room. Uh-huh. Yeah, the healer, the counselor, the, all of those different things. Right. Yeah, I want to go ahead. You okay, so once you so so that's you are uh so we can you describe yourself in four words, three words, two? Or if it's no, it's no. Don't 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 think I'm asking you. I mean, I could I could think of three words that can describe okay. who I am, okay. but I mean, I wouldn't say that that was it. No, no, definitely not it. I think you're more than three words, Tia. Okay, <laughs> I just <laughs> <laughs> you're worth more than three words. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, and the reason I'm asking is okay. because sometimes that's how you find, and I say sometimes because I don't like to say all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's who you find, who you like the who your essence. Yeah. Who are you at your essence? Mm-hmm. So I had to find out who I was at my essence, which that helped me leave, you know, jobs or whatever. Right. I, mean, I became a PO after that. Um, but I think that was God's way of just letting me, because I always wanted to be a PO. Right. So I think that was my last God, last thing, like, let her give that out. I'm going to let you do that. But get your butt over here, which you right. always be doing, right? So if you take away all of that, I'm still in power, uplift. I just mm-hmm. motivate. Like, that's... Just sti- I always did yeah. it. Yeah, that's why I'm like outside of. So we can take this stuff off, but you still are. What you All get joy, the joy you get out of nursing is because you can do the. I want to say like the mental health part. Because mm-hmm. all the loving, caring, compassion stuff. That's nursing, too. That's why I said the mental health part. They're talking to people, yeah. giving them the hope and the all counseling. that. The counseling piece. Mm-hmm. That's what you. That's, is that what keeps you in nursing? What keeps you in nursing? Um, right now, nothing's keeping me in nursing. Okay. Um, I'm. I believe I'm transitioning out. Cool. Um, I think I, like I said, I think I've served it. I think it served its purpose, and I think I've gotten what I needed from it. Right. I've I've been able to, like you said, the counseling piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dealing with healing. I'm dealing with love. I'm dealing. I've just learned. I've learned so much, and I'm not saying that when I'm no longer, you know, working as a registered nurse mm-hmm. that I'm abandoning those things that I've learned. Right. The educational piece, like we mm-hmm. do a lot of educate, all of those kind of mm-hmm. things. That's not. That's not. I feel like all those things I will apply to what yes. I'm doing. Yes. So I don't. I'm not trying to like walk away from the field as if like I and I'm just starting over fresh and I'm no like all of those things over all of these years yeah for sure I plan on all of those things and it's already it's already make it's already made a difference I think and and, and just my perspective in general yeah and it sounds like nursing has helped you find it it has and and I just realized that yeah it it kind of turned the light on for you and you know what Mm -hmm. Tia that could be your green light to go because Nursing have served you in a way. Because maybe if you was on another job, you wouldn't have gotten that. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. I will. I don't think I would have. <laughs> and so maybe because you've now got that revelation, it's time for you to go. So now, you know, when it's time to go, go 
go from something. You start getting irritated. Absolutely. Things start getting on your nerves. So, hey. And that's why, like, I feel like I relate with the, when you say with the um, correctional right. officer, mm-hmm. when you got to that point, it just was like, I'm at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And nothing could stop you from moving forward. Moving yeah. forward and then, you know, you're walking and, you know, you're in your purpose. purpose. You've been in your purpose. Right. right? But now it's a different level, I guess. Of yes. Yes. The purpose. Okay, so it's That's one good. thing. So it's one thing. Both of us, be- both of y'all, beautiful. It's one thing, but both, yeah, y'all are beautiful, and 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 what y'all saying was good. Okay, okay, thanks. yeah, but 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 okay, and we have to we have to sort of when you are awakened to something, mm-hmm. when you are awakened to it, and you start saying this is not for me anymore, the day you say that mm-hmm. is the day you create an exit strategy. Okay. If you're not creating the exit strategy, what's going to happen is God would allow, and I'm giving the spiritual side of this, okay. God would allow life to kick your butt while you're in it. By making you so depressed while you're in it, you're either going to stay in it mm-hmm. in order to sort of make up for other things you should be doing. Mm-hmm. So now it becomes, well, I'm here because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And number one, the money. Yeah. Number two, if I leave, who's going to pay this? Number three, who's going to pay for the schooling? Number four, who's going to do that? Yep. Number five, so all these things mm-hmm. are in place when it's time to transition. Okay. And that's what God does not give. What so he doesn't give you what, how you're going to get out and mm-hmm. all the yes. pieces to the move. True. So vehicle. you don't get that. You get to say, I'm awakened to this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking another way. Yeah. So to work one way and look another way means to work backwards, which means that now it sounds like you're making up excuses to be in a field you don't want to be. Yeah. It sounds like that. I went through the same thing with construction. Mm. And even though I was doing well in construction, I knew that my ministry, yeah. my, my purpose was teaching. And I'm still in it. I'm not in it for money. I am not in this for money. Mm-hmm. I am not in this for money. Does it help me to minister? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it serve a purpose? Yes. It's not, it's, it's, it's now it has become a utility for what's my primary goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And unless I see it as, it's, unless I see it as a utility, then all of a sudden it may become a necessity. Right. And so now my work is not connected to a bill. Okay. Construction is not connected to one bill. Mm-hmm. So what do you say to the person who say, well, you can teach while you're in construction. You can, you can. Students. Okay, watch this. Because, now listen, this is clear. It is because I am a teacher. Being a teacher, my job is to build an institution. Mm -hmm. Because I am living in a, no no, no disrespect, none of my brothers and sisters, we in a club city. Mm -hmm. We're in a club city where the famous things is like, let's dance, let's enjoy life and everything else like that. Mm -hmm. That's it. But in this club city called Baltimore, there is one of the best schools in the world called Johns Hopkins. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. But in order for Johns Hopkins to be seen, it has to be built. Correct. My building goes along with the institution of me being a teacher. Because then I'll build a building so, I'll erect a a structure so well that I will then attract those who will be attracted to my voice Mm -hmm. and attracted to the teaching. So I use this as a utility to serve the purpose of my teaching. Absolutely. And that's all it does. So the primary thing remains the primary thing. And everything else surrounds that. When it was time for me to move, when it was time for me to move, because construction used to be my primary. Mm -hmm. 
when it was time for me to move, I got hurt on the job two or three times. Mm-hmm. At first, my passion was gone. And then after the passion left, I was only there for one reason, money. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew my heart wasn't there. I didn't care about it. It was just the money. Mm. That was it. I can make some good money doing this. I mean, real money. I knew what I was doing. I had the crew. I, had, I, I just had it. But it, it fell apart because my heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And where your heart is is where your treasures lie. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now I'm in something just for the finances, and my heart is not there. So it's, it, at some point, it starts to unravel. My job is to tell people, before this unravels, jump out. Yeah. Because if you're a water breaker, you got to jump out on water. Right. And yeah. you're going to have to swim or sink. Yeah. Um, yeah Otherwise than that, you really just don't know. You don't know. So how long are you going to be doing this? How long are you going to be in it? I don't know. What's the exit strategy? Uh, how long are you going to be living in something that doesn't satisfy you? If you can't have that, if you don't have that, mm-hmm. then you leave it up to the situation. And it's no longer up to your heart and what you know. Yeah. It's now up to, well, I can't leave right now because I got 18 bills. Right. I can't leave right now because I got to get my child through school. I know it's tough. I can't leave right now because mm-hmm. I got to do this. I can't leave. And I heard all these stories. I can't leave right now because my mortgage got to get paid. I can't leave right now. And this is what you call the leap of faith. Right. And that's the tough part. This is the leap of faith. And we got pe- and we have faith people who don't know how to live by faith. So now you're living by the data sheet. Right. What looks good on paper. Mm-hmm. So when did you say, okay, I'm jumping? I think when you realize that if you don't And I know jump- it's tough, y'all. If you don't jump, all the stuff that you are holding on to and scared to jump, the mortgage and all that, you're just prolonging things. That's all you know. Because even though I made good money at corrections or whatever, if I would have stayed there, I wouldn't have had time to build a program that will pay me more than corrections. You right. know? Yeah. See, a, a program that pulled you off your nine to five. Yeah, a, pull, a program Absolutely. that pulled me off. So, and reference to what I asked you, like why couldn't you still be a teacher and a construction worker? Yeah. Because you would have taken your energy and your time to build what you're supposed to be doing. That's what it was. That's what it is. Yes. It took me, uh, I was, uh, I'm 44 now. I was 32 when I discovered it. Mm-hmm. 32, when I, 32 when I found that out. And, I'm, and I never looked back again. Right. Ever looked back again. So, it's scary. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's uh, if if it wasn't, it scary. wouldn't be faith. So so I'm not. I know. Go for it. So I agree. I agree with all of those no, different no, no, go for all it. of those things. I think that um, personally, you used to say me myself personally. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think personally, um, I know where I am in this phase of my life. Mm-hmm. I know that I am being pulled in a different direction Mm -hmm. um and i know that there is a time where this is where this transition i feel like i'm in the transition of it i don't feel like i'm just currently doing nursing for a check even though it does help um my reason that i i'm not i'm not an 
a, a nurse that does not have compassion as I'm caring for the people that I'm going to work for every single day. Um, and I and I don't know if that's actually what's kind of maybe. Yeah, we're not saying that at all. Okay, I'm just I'm just giving my my whole thing because some of the things you said, like for example, I'm not saying you're talking to me, but I'm right. just clearing up that yeah. I am not that. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not there just for a check. I do know that I know recent, like within the last couple of years, I did um, experience some some great um, financial uh, achievements. Mm-hmm. Whereas though I specifically asked God to give me this opportunity financially so that I can help. Um, yeah, ministries help yes, yes, my yes. move these things along, and I do feel like right now my current job, my current workplace is helping me finance what as helping me finance my purpose. If that makes sense, I'm not saying that's financially that it's helping me funding. It's helped me fund yes, um, where I'm transitioning into. Now I'm not saying it's going to pay the bills for a year, pay the bills for 10 years. And that's not necessarily what the goal is. I mean, that would be great if that happens, but that's not like my tie to it is not like, okay, well I need to work here for another year so that I can earn this amount for that. No, it's just um, right now it is funding my purpose. And I feel as though you have to, I think I don't want it to compromise my faith because at this point I'm just, I'm feeling I'm transitioning and I feel like it's very close, but I don't feel like I've said no to what I'm being called to, if that makes sense. Is this I, making sense? What I'm I, I think, No, no, no. It's not making me, sense? I, to her, it is. To me, it's to, not. To, okay. I think, well, the way I'm processing, it might be okay. making sense. It might be totally nothing you're talking okay. about, but I don't know. But um, what I hear you saying, and you correct me if I'm wrong, because okay. I'm giving you back what I, how I got it. Um, I... You you know you're going to transition from your job. Mm-hmm. Some things you need to take care of. You did not set a goal date. You didn't say I'm gonna have this amount of dollars by this date. Then I'm gonna walk off my job. You didn't. You're not seeing. That's not. What I've given doing. myself a time limit of like amount of um, years, like or like two a two year increment where I was. Okay. Where I believe that I'll be transitioning out. Okay. I haven't received a specific date. Right. That I need to leave. Okay. But do you also realize? You're always going to be transitioning. It's going to be always something. So the cycle that you're in now, and I'm, I'm just, you know, we all been in. Mm-hmm. It's you gonna, it's you gonna find yourself ten years saying the same thing, because it's always going to be something. And then you're getting involved with your music and right. everything. Oh my God, you're gonna always need money. But I feel like I, I'm able to. And I know this. Is, I know it's gonna be a problem, but <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. Like I know it's not gonna a be a problem, but a problem. I feel as though I, I feel as though I'm aware that that can happen, and normally I'm the one that identifies that in people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So far, I don't feel as though um, there's a cycle at this time, but I I am aware that it definitely can it can happen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I know that the stalling per se. Is a real thing. Um, I just don't really feel like I'm at that point where I've begun into the cycle of that. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, I have two business partners, mm-hmm. and I was the first one to leave my nine to five. Okay. And it was, we were in it. And it was like, I'll never forget, we was in a meeting on a Sunday, like, look, somebody got to leave that job. Like, we keep saying mm-hmm. this, you know, sorry, I know you've been doing the house stuff or whatever. And I just was like, I'm going to leave. I'm gonna call my lender. What, what made you leave? You left your job. Like, what's, what was the what were the terms? Like, did you leave your job 
right when you opened the business, did you leave no, the job no, no. once it was? My, I opened you, business twenty twenty, okay. so I just left okay. my job in May. Okay. okay, so it was um yeah, of course I had to wait till we became lucrative and yeah. all of that. But once um I saw we saw that at least one person can we can pay full time. Yeah. Um, I said no, I do it. And that's why I feel like I'm in my that I feel like that little that loop that transition I kind of feel like that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm in the yeah. Like I'm in my business partner okay. who left a month ago. She came a month ago. She was in the same rat race, and so she was like, "If I if I don't do it, if I don't put my notice in," and she was the director of the program. Oh. So she's like, "If I don't put my notice in, I'm never gonna leave," and I I'm. I'm working too hard. Like, of course, I said she was a director, so she had a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. Then she had her DMC duty, so it was like, I'm, I got to make a choice. Okay. But, I mean, not to tell so much her business, but she got a new car, new house. Mm-hmm. So her children in private school. So it's like, it would be always something. Yeah. And it's, forget it. So what she did was, I'm going to see what this looked like. I'm going to see what their schooling looked like. Bam. Okay, I got that under wraps. That bill can go. I'm a, um. See what I got to do. So she had to, like you said, figure out. Yeah, you had to make an extra strategy. strategy. Figure out your extra strategy, and your extra strategy can't. You have to be reasonable because if it, if it's all, if it's like a. So if you come up with an exit strategy, which I will start working on exit strategy, Mm -hmm. but is that faith? Yeah, that's faith. Yes. Okay. Because God didn't give it to you. God told you when to leave, and you said, "Okay, I'm making my way out." And that's where I was going. My thing Say that was, again? see, God said, okay, Jesus told everything in the scripture. Jesus right. told the disciples, hey, put down your fishing nets, follow me. Yes. yes. Right the Bible now. says immediately. Yes. yes. We're going to put down our fishing nets. Now, this ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. But this is the dynamic of people who are says, this part of my life is over. Mm-hmm. How do I know it's over? Because the thing that gives me the treasure is no longer connected to it, right. which is my heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Period. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my mind now is Good. always on an exit sign. Yes. My mind is not on, well, I'm going to stay here. No, my mind is on the exit sign. Because when I get the call, I'm making the move. Right. It's a mental. It's the mindset. Mm-hmm. The mindset is not, well, I'm helping this. I'm helping that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. That cannot be the mindset. Right. Because those things never end. And you'll never know that you will never know how God will take care of those things mm-hmm. if you're saying you're doing it. God said, if I'm calling you something, I'm going to show you I can do it. Yeah. I'm going to show you how I can do it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to believe me. And it's going to bring tears and fears. All this is a company. So my thing is, for certain people, they don't want to experience that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in that people group. Yeah, they don't want to experience <laughs> I that. Get it. I don't. Yeah, like, yeah, all of us. I mean, and I get it. I, I, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah I, but but and you I've do had it. That, yeah, I get it. I understand. So now people are like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to give up my lifestyle. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be broke. I don't. I don't want to. My mortgage coming from. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. I don't mm-hmm. want to believe in God like that. <laughs> and that's so <laughs> real. I'm, like, I'm, uh, real. I'm being like, honestly about, and I'm being. That's why I said this is not for everybody. Oh well. But this is for those who say my job is to minister. Yes. You just don't know God until you know how to jump off on nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm. You just won't know him. Mm-hmm. And you're going to know what it's in the scripture. Yeah. But you ain't going to be able to get up and say, I did this. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know God can. Yeah. What you're going to say is, he did it for Peter. <laughs> and he did it for Paul. Yeah. And he's going to do it for you. 
But you'll never say, I experienced that. I know God for myself. Not the God of another man that Mm -hmm. I've never met. I know my God will supply all of my needs. Absolutely. And so when you get to that point, and and so now that gives another something. So I'm not saying don't use wisdom. Right. Absolutely. I'm not saying, and people think, people hear this like, well, because sometimes when it's said ah. like that, that's what it sounds like. No, 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 no. Like it's it's like you, this or that. Right now. I'm not saying don't use wisdom. Okay. But I am saying you just never know. When God going to say, okay. Absolutely. Right. I, right. Yeah. Like when I left my state job, my wisdom, in my mind, I could, okay, this my last, I got so many paychecks mm-hmm. before, you know, so of course I'm getting, you know, doing my bills, making some payment arrangements. If I need to make some, let people know early, you're not going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so don't call Let's talk me. talk about this now. Yeah, don't like. call me. But the faith part for me was, I don't, okay, so my last week, because I paid on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. That Wednesday, I woke up and I didn't get a ding. Like, oh. No the, bird, the, bird, the eagle didn't come home, did <laughs> no, it? Like, not Dunkin' Donuts, right. direct deposit. Like, wait a minute. Right. That was a real thing. Mm. So I'm looking at, you know, my savings, and I'm looking at I still got to go in my own job yeah. and help people when I'm trying to, I don't know. Yeah. My retirement, I know they said I can cash this out, but then I don't know when it's going to come. That's right. the faith that's for the me. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I don't know when it's going to come. But then God gave me the wisdom Pick up the phone and make the payment arrangement. Mm. Just be honest. Mm. Yes. You can't be honest with Verizon, but you can be honest with BG&E. Yeah, right. you know I mean? yeah. That's how God yeah. deals with me. Wow. Honestly. Wow. Mm. And when I do it, oh, no problem, Ms. Cornish. You have a credit on your account. You mm. don't just, just do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you just don't. And, 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 and all you robbed me of the experience. The same thing happened mm. to me when I transitioned to church. Mm-hmm. Tari noticed because she was in the finances. Mm-hmm. When I transitioned to church, mm-hmm. I was saying, we got, there is no way we can keep doing what we're doing. I was sitting in the chair right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm in my church right now. Sitting in the front row, and the Lord said, I didn't give you this. Mm-hmm. I sat right there, and the Lord said, how worship? God said, this is not what I gave you. This is not what I gave you. I mean, the walls are, yeah. the walls are shaking. And God said, I didn't give you this. And I'm looking and saying, what are we going to do? I didn't give you this. I named your church the Court of Christ. Mm. I gave you a place to provide order. Wow. Whoa. Shake it up. Get rid of it. And I'm like, but I was never at peace. Right. Mm. I was never at peace. Long story short, to make a long story long, mm-hmm. and a short story short. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> as long as I operated like this, the church was always in the negative. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's our financial yes. administrator, yes. Terry, yeah. right here. Yes. Yep. As soon as I made that transition, one month later, <laughs> one month later, you hear what I just said? One month. I did, one mm-hmm. month after the transition, the Lord brought, how we been, we've been in the negative for years, wow. just operating, just grinding mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. Mind property and everything else like that, but real ministers know. Yeah, I'm not talking about the people who just want to know. Real ministry knows how much it takes for you to start that and get it going, Mm -hmm. and 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 being the founder of -hmm. something independently. Independently, you're going to have to put a lot of your work and time into it, Mm -hmm. and a lot going to so you're almost money and into it. (laughs) 
So when I'm the looking like this, as soon as I transition, I saw it and God said, I told you, you're going to be okay. Mm. But if I always held on to, mm-hmm. I had to make that move. Now, 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 and that's what it does. Moving in God helps you to move the next time in God without delay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And ain't nothing better. Right. When God say speak, I speak. Yes. He say sing, I sing. Right. He say search, I search. Read, I read. Because all that delay stuff is mm-hmm. out of my spirit. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Move this better. over here. Yes. Change this over there. Mm-hmm. Go this way. Because mm-hmm. all that stuff is gone. All those things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All those things are no longer part of my mission or ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of my believing friends that is a part of their thing. That's what they struggle with. And no matter how much you jump, shout, and give, and so you're going to always struggle with that until you leap. Mm. You, don't, mm-hmm. you don't get to shout your way out of that one, yeah. brother. Mm. Yeah. Sister girl, you don't get the red bottom up front, yeah. dance your way through mm-hmm. that one. Yes. You're going to have to jump. Right. Yeah. Mm. You're going to have to jump. Yeah. And it's called a leap of faith for a reason. Jesus told, it this, Jesus told the men, let that stuff down and follow me. Now, you're not talking to 16-year-old boys. Clearly, we were studying. We said Peter had a wife. So they have to make decisions without telling their wives they're making a decision. Right, right, right. We don't deal with the, we don't deal yes. with the real. They had That's children. So mm. now they got to like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Left their fathers. Who that father going to pick up? We, don't, we, we forget about those that was yeah. on the other side. Yeah. But there's another side to this story. Right. Mm. Right. And so when God calls you like that and what I've discovered in this day is, I heard Dr. Umar say this, this generation don't want to struggle. Oh, no. mm. He said, this is a generation that feels like it's theirs. Yes. They don't want to struggle. Yeah. That This generation right here just don't want to struggle. He said it, and I think I heard T.D. Jake say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they were saying, this generation right here, they just don't want, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be lonely. I don't want to work. I don't work. want to be by myself. I don't want to work. I don't want to be left by myself. I don't want to know what it's like not to have. Right. I don't even want that feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But that comes with jumping. Yeah. I'm just saying you ain't going to sink. Right. You're not going to sink. And now when God gives you something that money can't buy, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, for me, it's almost like when you get the directions, it's almost... I'm hurry to do that because I know the reward. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Even yeah. though, you know, and then also, you know how you go over hill and you go down in your stomach oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. flipping. For me, the more I um, respond swiftly, the drop is is, is less. It's, okay, I, I, okay, okay, the, the, okay. What is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little dip, you know, yeah. Up, when you go over like yeah, a butterfly, the butterfly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dip it, in your like stomach. yeah, that little dip in your stomach, easy kind of, yeah, like it gets less than for me because it's not, wow. it's not. I don't have to go down too far. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So agreed to all my people that are listening, to all my people in the streets, right? To all my people that are listening, <laughs> gone too far. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kirk Franklin song. Okay. So all of my like, people, Terry, don't know that. Let me you let me turn that one, Terry. Terry, let me. God's probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think gospel music is gone way too far. Yeah, that one. So to all my people. Oh yeah, I heard that him. Oh my God. I think I think this is I think this is where um, a lot of us are, and um, I don't have all the answers. 
and I'm not going to pretend I have all the answers. But I will tell the person who knows their heart is not into something, but their heart is somewhere else. Where your heart is is where your treasures lie. You do not know wealth and reward in the faith in God until God is able to be that provider. And when God, I'm not saying God can't provide through your job. I'm saying the provider in spite of your job. Mm-hmm. Mm. And wisdom in, wisdom in, wisdom in normal life is a little bit different than wisdom in faith life. Wisdom in faith life is a little bit different. Because I'm believing I'm stepping and I'm jumping out. I'm jumping but part of you says, I still have to know how to swim. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when God say jump, mm-hmm. I'm learning how to swim while I'm, mm-hmm. while I'm in the water. Yes. And then sometimes when God say, he say jump, sometimes he allows the current to pull you where he wants you to go. All those experiences come through faith is what you have to know. Mm-hmm. Because unless you know it, fear takes over. Yes. So the know it does work in faith. Mm-hmm. And so what do I know? I know he's going to take care of me because this is the doing the right thing. Yes. And I, the, 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 that's, the, that's the cool side of me. That's the sentimental, compassionate side. Mm-hmm. Here's the other side. Are you lying? About what? About what God said you tell, said do. Oh. Are you talking? And that's what I'm talking to my people right now. Is it God or is it you? Mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. God or is it what you want to do? Because mm-hmm. if it's God, you got to follow. Yeah. Are you lying? Are mm-hmm. you are are you saying what your reverend saying? Mm-hmm. Are you saying just what you what you are you saying what you read? Are you are you trendy. lying? Yeah, yeah. Are trendy, you are yeah. you get what I'm saying? Are you was trendy? Mm-hmm. Are you saying that, or are you saying something that comes from your heart? Mm. And are you not moving because you're not sure? Mm. I got real words. Which is okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But just to be honest, says I just don't know. And then be honest, says. And even though I don't know, God, if you pull me, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't have a clue. Some people don't know and don't want to know. And some people don't want to know. You got all these different things, and that is that is what comes with the leap of faith. Yeah. Only thing I can tell you is that when you jump, that's what I'm gonna tell you. This part I know. Yeah. This part I know that when you jump, something that you did in the past is gonna help you while you're jumping. That's all I know. Some words, some voice, yeah. some experience, some moment, some words, some song, something that you did, something somewhere. It's going to come back and help reminder. you. A reminder. That's when you move, like, oh, that served this purpose right here, so now I'm here and I can do A, B, and C. So that's what it's all about. I think God um, sends reminders to keep moving a lot. Maybe just my personal. I agree. You know? um, like I told you, I was going through a really, really tough time last week or whatever, and it came to my mind how I go to bat for people. Just oh. I just go to bat for people. So God spoke to me, my spirit, the way you go to bat for some people, somebody is going to go bat for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chill out. And the seeds you sow. 
Yes. That's so yes. like y'all gotta sometimes trust Sometimes I that. get biased remorse because yeah. it's like, no, that's just who I am. That's just yeah, what no, I do. No, it's like no. I just help people. Ooh. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> I ran into yeah. one of my old clients today, um, a young girl, and she told me she was. I was over the phone, so she told me she was pregnant again. Mm-hmm. So she said she's gonna get the baby up for adoption. Oh and my immediately, god! Immediately, I thought about my girlfriend who couldn't have children. In my mind, for a second, I said, I need to ask Jada, can she do a private mm. so I can hook? But I'm like, why am I like that? Okay, good. But that same energy is needed because mm. I need yes. that for somebody to help do that for me. I mean, wow. not that situation, but you know. Yeah, and I feel like she called you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> she called you for a reason. Like, she you had the answers. <laughs> you had the answers. You had the answers. Like, mm. yes. Thank God. Mm. Thank God. Thank and God. Doing transition and doing transition when I was transitioning, when I was transitioning, um, people would. People would, and respectfully, I'm not disrespecting anybody no. at all. So I'm saying that I'm giving a real experience, and I'm hoping I'm ministering to somebody, especially a minister. I'm talking to ministers right now and talking to people who, not just the ministers, but primarily ministers because I am a minister. But I am talking to everyone who knows what I'm talking about, and I pray to charge something. So during transition, people would send me resignation, resignation letters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now tithe payers. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying tithe payers, tithe givers. I don't do the pay. You don't tithers. pay tithes. Tithers. Yeah, tithers. <laughs> Big tithers. Y'all hear yeah. what I just said? Yeah. Big tithers. And so I get an email, 10 o'clock. Wow. Pastor, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> we had a good run. But God is saying I'm done. Mm. The direction that you're going in, that wasn't in the email at all. I wouldn't disrespect anybody. Mm-hmm. Of course. So this is not to dishonor anybody, and I'm not name-dropping. Mm-hmm. But Rev, we good. Thank you. Love you. Always going to love you. We moving forward. Yeah. I read a resignation letter. This happened in one week. <laughs> I read a resignation letter, and I kept the letter too. I read <laughs> a resignation letter at 10 o'clock. Noon, somebody called me and says, Pastor, I haven't been tithing in years. I'm going to stop. Wow. And it was the same amount. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I got the receipts. Mm. I got the receipt when they called, and I got the receipt when they left. Yeah. Mm. And God was showing me. Keep on going. That's a little reminder. (laughs) Yeah. But if I I would have never... If I would have never moved. Mm. If you would have stayed in that if email I'd have stayed in, If I stayed in my feelings and if I would have stayed in, 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 in the place where I was before I transitioned. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because I didn't know how it was going to work when mm-hmm. I moved. That's right. I would have never experienced that. So now I got a God moment. Yes. The next week I got another one. Uh-huh. And I got receipts. Pastor, love you. Mm. I'm out. Okay. Got a, this text came, this email came like, the next text came like two, three minutes after they, it was like, bing, bing. Wow. <laughs> it was having it so often to you, I couldn't even get my resignation letter. <laughs> Guess I better hold this one. <laughs> it was like, bing, bing. I'm like, what is, and God said, yeah, I told you I got you. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I told you I got you. Wow. I'm like, I, wow. Don't y'all rob yourselves of those experiences. Mm-hmm. No one should rob yourself of this experience. Mm-hmm. And the only advice I can give you, because some of you, I'm, I'm, for many of you, I'm not your pastor. So I could not give you this kind of advice as a pastor. Mm-hmm. 
I can only give you this advice as someone who actually experienced it. Follow whatever your pastor tell you to follow. But, not no but, that's it. When it comes here and you're listening, eat the fish and throw away the bones. Mm -hmm. And all I can get, and the only advice I can really give you is, if your heart is not in it, put your eyes on the exit. Mm. Your vision should be on the exit if your heart ain't in it. Write it down. That's all I'm saying to anybody else. Mm -hmm. And if your vision is not on the exit, it's kind of like a revolving door. Mm -hmm. I heard somebody say this. There are three kind of doors. There's the revolving door. There's the automatic door. And there's the door you got to push a manual. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? And make sure you're not going through that revolving door where you just keep going Going around, going around, going around. And make sure you're not going through the manual door where you got to force everything yourself. You want to be at the automatic door when you step up and watch the door open. Amen. Yeah. That's where you want you want to experience that. Mm-hmm. Now if you experience it in Walmart, you need to experience it with God. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because yeah. as soon as you do, as soon as you walk in front of Walmart, <laughs> yeah. the heavens open. Yes. And that, and that and that son with that smiley face looks at you and says, Come spend your money here. Yes. Roll back prices. Roll, Roll back the prices. Two cents. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And you gotta know how to live through those automatic mm. yes. doors. Wow. That's good. That's good. So your faith creates that. Yes. Your faith creates it. So, to God be glory. We, we didn't make thanks to you. We gonna let you end this. Whatever you got. No, Terry. Well, thank same. you. You always here, Terry. <laughs> what I supposed to say now? I don't know. You gotta close this out. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you all for having me. Thank you for coming. I wish I could have shared the beginning, but thank you. I'm here. What we'll beginning? Put, I was here. Coming, I was here, here for beginning? a reason, right? Here for a reason. Yeah, I'm here for a reason. Just how I got here, but we don't get shit down. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so I just want to encourage everybody to um, be who you are. Most importantly, check your mental health. Yes. Um, get involved with whatever you feel like you need to get involved with in a positive way. Um, talk to somebody. I know in our community, therapy is shunned upon, but a conversation needs to be had with somebody if you're feeling some type of way. You Absolutely. find your person, you find your community, you mm. find somebody to just get it out because we all have to get it out. Mm. Don't be ashamed to get it out and don't be ashamed to get some help. Like even um, I'm, even when people take medication, it's not always forever. Sometimes you just need a kickstart, a reset. We all need a reset, and your reset may not look like my reset. But get your reset because life will life on you, and we want everybody to be healthy and in a positive state so that they can hear from their creator because, you know, a clear mind is where God speaks. So God bless everybody. Again, if you need any PRP, which is community support, or individual or family counseling, please contact DMC Empowering Health Services. My number is 410-235-5620. I want to say thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. Thank you. See you. That was beautiful. That's what I had to say. That was excellent. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that was enlightening, especially the last piece because of my transition and it kind of might seem like a revolving door. Um. But 
I guess in this, I what I what I have taken from is this is this what I'm giving what I've taken from this, or am we closing out? You are you got the floor, preacher. Okay. Um. So in this, what I'm taking from this is, um, everything. Tell, tell us what you're giving too. Okay, what I'm giving. Thank yeah. you. Okay, uh, what I'm first, what I'm receiving is, yes. um, to have a a open mind, and I basically today I had to basically reflect on the words that I just said, which were. Every conversation happens for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the words that I spoke, the words I have to receive, and I feel like this conversation happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited about the transitions that I'm making. However, I cannot say that I probably haven't made any excuses um, for that for the reason why I'm still in the place that I am. So I'm definitely I'm aware of that, and I hope that if you, if anyone listening, um, is dealing with transition whereas though there might be some moments of fear or unsure some unsureness um that you keep an open conscience that you allow yourself to be aware of what's going on don't sweep it under the rug um don't avoid it um but face it head on head on um i also would say that um the, the answer is already inside of you. You've already been given it. Um, it's just a matter of walking through the door, literally the door that uh, the pastor was talking about that that's already open. If something is, if it's something you have to force, then it's probably not for you. Um, so those are my, my words, just to uh, be open to those things. And don't, don't turn away when you hear talks like this. Um, Sometimes when we go into this type of, <laughs> When we talk about things that make us uncomfortable, we just, we run from it. And this is not a running situation because it affects your life. Um, it's someone's waiting on you. Uh, so the reality of it is walk into the open door that's opening for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't run from it. And act as if, right? We're talking about faith, so act as if. That's right. Act as if. So this was an excellent episode. Thank you, Tara. You were You're our first Thank you. guest um, in the not season two. This is still season yeah. one. I'm the first guest, first guest in the interim. Yes, in the interim period. <laughs> we're going to title this the, the interim yeah. period. So thank you so much. You it was such a blessing. Yes. Make sure. What's your um, social media also? Is it the DM? At DMC Health Services. So make sure you follow um, Terry on DMC. DMC. E. DM. DMC as in cat, mm-hmm. E as in elephant, health services. Health services. And, that's and Facebook is just DMC Empowering Health Services. Yes. Make sure that you look her up, look up the website, and let them be a blessing to you. I was blessed by this. I'm going to, I feel like there's some things happening. And um, yeah. And it's so funny because normally I'm the one who like pulls out the stuff about like the psychology stuff. And he's like, well, do you think that that could have happened to you as a child? No, I go right into it. I'm <laughs> That's how I normally am. I'm like, so what do you think happened? To- yeah, so it was kind of funny it's to cool. get that back. Yeah. So anyway, you have anything you want to close this Where's out? out need to God, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. God, thank you for this podcast that is um, inspiring your people, um, inspiring thought. Um, thank you, God, for the lives that have changed just based off of this conversation. God, thank you for the person that is grieving on tonight. God, thank you for the person that is transitioning Um and working on some of those different stages that they're going through. God, thank you for the hope, God, that you're giving even right now. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for the compassion um, 
in the in the heartfelt love, God, that they still feel for their loved one. I pray, God, that you give them comfort, God, that you give guidance, God, that you give peace, God, that you continue to send your grace in the name of Jesus. I'm also praying, God, um, for the person that is dealing with their faith, dealing with transition, whether it be into a job, a career path, um, a different moving out of the state. I pray, God, that you just give clarity, Lord God, and I pray, God, that we Walk through those open doors, Lord God, and we do not resist what you have for our lives. I thank you, and I give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. amen. Listen, this is an excellent episode of Pastor Anthony Said. We are your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. We are the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. Listen, this episode will be available in a few hours, Tuesday. All new episodes are available Tuesday. We love you, and thank you for loving us. Happy birthday, Kamari. Happy birthday, Kamari. Happy birthday, Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs>